The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett. Toledo. Here we go. Uh, Perfect Thursday. This is going to be when uh, we start going, hey, this is a great time to come visit Phoenix. And that's when everybody's going to come visit us. And we need to start doing some stupid stuff. We need to start acting kind of dumb here. All these outsiders are going to come in and see the 70-degree weather. It's a little late in the game now. Well, well, we got a lot of stupid, but, I mean, let's let the normal folks start acting pretty stupid, too. we got a, I don't know, we got a, not necessarily harmful to others, but let's, let's, the city's going to be on display here for the next week, and it looks like, just looking at weather and things like that, we're going to get a lot of people from Philadelphia wandering around going, I know they don't have any water, but I'd still love to live there. And they're going to move here. That's the last thing we want. Can't remember our last plan when we are like, let's keep the weirdos out. But uh, we need something. We need Carrie Lake. We need, you know what we need to do is put Carrie Lake on TV every day. Like just talking about stuff, just losing her mind a little bit. She, she says crazy stuff. We need to, some of our loonier people. LED sure. screen set up throughout the city. Sheriff like those Joe. movies where yeah. just... <laughs> yeah, like uh, futuristic movies yeah. where there's a nutball on TV. Always, everyone dance, you know, like we have a big brother Drink problem. Drink your potion. Then they'll go back to Philadelphia and go, I didn't know about Phoenix, but uh, they got these screens to tell you what to do. We should put Carrie Lake as the official uh, tourism uh, host <laughs> yes. for everybody. Welcome, yes. unless, yeah, Mormons all over the place <laughs> that we don't accept anything but Mormonism. Anything that you believe that's different is wrong. Sheriff Joe's got to talk. We got we got to put all of our loopy strangeness on display, along with this incredible weather that just uh, spotlights how perfect our city is. The last thing we want is Philadelphians rolling in here thinking that they're welcome. They're not Kansas can, City. Not you. They're kind of an innocuous bunch. The Kansas City gang is sort of a. They're just a group of peeps that show up and bring nice Western barbecue. mix. Yeah, they're, they're just kind of a. They're the forgotten gray faces of uh, this is humanity. fun. Thanks for a good time. They seem nice. They you never remember them. Nice people doing you know cocaine on the side, but keeping it to themselves. They the old fashioned American. You know what I mean? They they keep everything in line. Philly's not that way, and we've got a load of them on their way in. And it's right now. I just checked. Eighteen degrees in Philadelphia today. Seventy degrees here. Once they get a taste that this exists, oh, we need to raise our housing prices back way up, like unaffordable. The rude factor would go up. So uh, the H&H Ranch downtown, right? The you guys apartment. Rent that? 
You're not allowed. Really? Right. Man. It's got somewhat of an offer. People can borrow it. Got sort of no. Well, well yeah, you know, I'm not yeah, oh. I'm not against having guests. <laughs> hey, showed up. I got guests. Who's what, what, you got to tell the the you know, I don't want to be like the folks in Queen Creek that scream and yell every time the HOA tries to tell them that they can't have something and then they act like it's a freedom of speech issue. But you know, I can't have guests stay at the place for a few days. Yeah. For $5,000 a night, which was an initial kind of like this is what I've got for you or would you be interested? Yes. Wildly so. Uh, but it's frowned upon and you can lose the whole you can lose the whole shebang. But would they kick you out? I mean they've got how do they know? How do they know? That's the question, and I'm really kind of debating that whole thing because fake uh, IDs. Five. This guy's John Holmberg. Yeah, exactly. Tyrone is John Holmberg. <laughs> ah, my name's John Holmberg. <laughs> Swedish uh, disc jockey on KPDU, KPUD. KPUD is the station. I know you're not him. We're very close friends. Describe him. White guys all look alike to me. I can't tell. I don't know. <laughs> Crackers look alike. Crackers all look the same. Why are you giving me so much heat? But yeah, the uh, it's tempting. I mean, there's some temptation. You start looking around and seeing... You know, they said on the radio this morning, those Hampton Inns, if you've got a little kitchen, it's two grand a night. Yeah. Hampton Inn Suites is $2,000 a night. I heard Motel 6 was like eight or nine. It's almost $900 on the one in Glendale. That's the one that's making national news that they're charging seven to $900 a night for a Motel 6 and getting it. I went to Dallas and my my, uh, hotel room, uh, I bought tickets and my friend got all the rest of the stuff because he wasn't going to be able to kick in for tickets. He goes, I'll get the rooms. And I'll get, uh, you know, I'll cover our transportation and I'll get you the flight. And we go, all right. That that probably set him back two grand. And we had a, you know, it was a, I can't even remember the place we stayed. It was like a Hilton Garden Inn. Basic room, two beds, TV, bathroom. That was it. Just needed a bed and a clean bathroom. That's it. And, that's all you're, and we weren't there at all just to sleep. But man, oh man. I mean, the prices they were getting for that were pretty good. And there was an ice storm in Dallas. So it kind of lowered everything for last minute people anyway we're about to get inundated i have a couple of friends that packaged up two places in scottsdale yeah 30 grand and the other one's 35 includes a driver oh you get the driver tickets eight any day tickets to the open oh wow two rounds of golf that's pretty reasonable yeah eight people can stay in this that's a lot yeah. And they're probably going to get it. It's tempting though. Five thousand a night for four nights is twenty grand for something I wasn't going to use anyway. I mean, blah. it's frowned upon here, and you sign papers in the HOA that says you can't have it. There's probably some sort of a fine they'd get to kick back, but they'd do it if they got open apartments. I bet you they're renting them for ridiculous short-term fees. I can't rent it. I'll let you use it for a couple of nights. You can you if you want to tip me, you can. Arr. And here's a recommended tip anyway. $5,000. Leave it so, in an envelope. Just for the record, <laughs> I do have a lot of friends that I'm meeting for the very first time coming in. I think are going to stay with me downtown. Uh, just for the just for the on-air record, just so nobody. Doug's got friends, too. Hopkins, TV's Doug Hopkins. Friends coming in from out of town he's never met. That might be, uh, we might be uh, generous enough to just open our doors. You know what I'm saying? If they're generous enough. Boy, it would be great, though. And that's the problem. You get those apartment deals where they're, they keep you from making any money, but they can make all of it. That's garbage, man. I'm complaining because this would have been in my pocket. But, yeah, it's tempting. You see these prices. It's tempting just to move all your stuff out of your house 
and go, you know, drive around for a couple. I'd live in my car for a couple of days if I'm pulling forty grand out of my place, and that's what I I could get thirty thirty thousand for mine, my house. Oh yeah, yeah. My it's friend. got a, it's got a gym. It's got uh, you know workout facility, a workout facility, Pool spa. That's right. It's got a sauna, a, you know, a bar, pool table. Oh, we could we could oh, do, we could do some oh, the, we could do some damage in that one. Yeah, we could do. Damn it! Not every one of them can get Super Bowl tickets. They got the game day in the in the bar. Yeah, yeah. You know what you do? Step it. it up for a couple more. Yeah, you could probably add another five grand. Includes a bartender. Oh yeah, me. Yeah, that way I could hang around, make sure they're not wrecking my stuff. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. They were not saying, doing it, but they were saying one guy was renting his house and then they were paying him an extra two grand to drive him back yeah. and forth to the game. I've heard of that one too. Like, oh the, my god, the, they'll pay that's, you. That's to, where the private driver kicks yeah. in. They'll tote you, you. You tote you around, but it's you. You just do a little weird hat and fingerless gloves. Well, Call right. me Morgan Freeman. I'm yeah. driving Miss Daisy wherever the hell she wants to go for that kind of cake. Where do you want to go and what time are we leaving? That's what the two dudes are doing in, yeah. in Scottsdale. Oh, for Christ's sake, yeah, an extra 2000 I'll be Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I'll take the risk. I'll put the freckles and the yep. makeup on them. How you doing there, everybody? It's time for us to go to the Super Bowl. Are you in blackface, dude? Every man has his price. <laughs> Whatever you want. Me Whatever to you want. <laughs> Give you five grand to be Morgan Freeman. Full blackface. I'll be right back. <laughs> Damn it. Make it's not, makeup's yeah. not good enough. <laughs> I'll do Annie. it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Annie Domi over there to do my, uh, I need you to make me look exactly like Morgan Freeman. I, I know, I know, I know. No, it's bad. But uh, it's 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 going to pay for some stuff. Anyway, it's nuts. The money that's going to be tossed around this city in the next 10 days. Mind-numbing numbers. And they're going to throw it out. The city made billions in this and that. But the, individually, the stuff that's going to go back and forth here. I, I, it's uh, it's going to be crowds amazing. for the open are going to extend oh. out to Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, People yeah. are going to be watching it from those car dealerships across the uh, oh. little mound. I've been invited to the open for next Friday. I, it, I mean, it is a tough to think about going, tough to turn down. Yeah, because I want to see the absolute insanity that's yes. going to be Friday. Saturday is yes, going to be huge. Oh, it's going to be nuts, and I, and I hate crowds. But that's going to be three hundred thousand people in one spot. It's going to be it's going to be something to behold, I think. And normally the Phoenix Open is something to watch. This is going to be not only is it going to be the normal people trying to find husbands after their miserable divorces, so they've gotten back in shape and they're in their heels sinking into the earth. This is going to be the Super Bowl ladies trying to find celebrity husbands because there's going to be a lot of celebrities there. That changes everything. I've heard about this event. That changes everything. Not just finding. You know, a Thunderbird or friend of a Thunderbird that they're out there and they've got Phoenix money. We're talking international you know, superstars wandering around the Phoenix Open and ladies desperate to bang them. It's going to be a whore-off. And I have to watch that. I have to watch the whore-off. I can't not watch the whore-off. I'm going. I'm going to the game. This might be Tuck the year I get my it. long sleeve velour shirt, and a necklace, <laughs> yeah. and a hubcap, and yeah. go as a Just wander thunder around. chicken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a bad idea to to impersonate a thunderbird this year because the whore off around it is going to be insanity. I mean, I'll be, I won't be surprised if there's girls just walking naked. Forget it. I'm throwing it. I'm going until the cops tell me I can't. There's going to be nude ladies. It's all yours, boys. Just on a gurney with her legs Sink up. Sink it, Ricky. Sink, just push me in. They're not even after the golfers, though. 
Like Floyd Mayweather's going to be wandering around. You're going to have all these people, you know, every NBA player that ever played that isn't currently in the league, they're going to be there. Football players all over. The pro athletes will be all over the Phoenix Open Friday and Saturday. And the ladies know that. They're going to be out there. It's not about looks or money. It's just about love. Uh Uh-huh. I've been to the Phoenix Open. I've seen the female mind in action. You guys are worse than us. You are ten times worse than us. It's not even close. You're, it's about a sense of humor and love. <laughs> and a bigger opportunity for yeah. a dude to dress up like a golf pro. Is he a player? A bigger opportunity for dudes, $30,000 millionaires, <laughs> yeah. to bang something that is so out of their depth. It's ridiculous. And then just leave. I gotta go back. I've got my ranch in Austin. I... Uh... I can't. I, I couldn't even get a hotel room. We're staying at a friend's place, but they're so. Oh, you could stay in mine at the Motel Six. Wow. All right. Spending more money than that guy's ever had in his life on the Motel Six. It, you're gonna. The whore off is gonna be complete, and it's a. It's a liars festival. The women are gonna lie about what they look like and who they are, and the men are gonna lie about how much money they've got and whore. Babies will be made. Babies will be made. The Phoenix And mix that in. With the bargain basement Philadelphia people that'll be wandering around. I mean, that Philadelphia is basically, this This is a lot to say. Sorry, Philadelphia. Kind of a poor man's Boston. <laughs> What's worse? It's not easy. Philly or Boston? Well, one and the same. The uh, the wife of, uh, was it uh, Warner for the 49ers, went public with saying, I'll never go to a game in Philadelphia again. I Not only did I feel like uh, threatened, I didn't feel safe for my life. Because those people were so awful to anybody in 49ers. That is how sports used to be. You go into another team's facility wearing the opposing... In a playoff game, you wear the opposing team's gear. You might get hit in the head with batteries. They keep them in their pockets. But uh, she's like, I can't... I I didn't feel safe for a minute there. But once they found out it was uh, Fred Warner's wife, they're like, we'll we'll kill her. We'll just kill her. (laughs) Pour some water on her. Get her water ice. But, you know, what are you going to do? But they're coming here, so beware. And if you're like me normally, and you don't have tickets to anything, and you don't need to go, stay in your houses. You don't want to run into these idiots. Speaking of running into idiots, you see the dude on the freeway yesterday? It's been all over the news. He made a full, complete, successful crossing. Ran across the freeway and rushed out. Frogger on, you the, see on the 10, yeah. Did you see the dude in the, in the semi-truck that has his camera on the dash, catches him, and he stops and gets skinny, and two semis go right by him. He hits the stop perfect. And two semis go left and right of him. It's like the Matrix. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And I, I highly suggest that no one ever does this. It looked like Frogger. It was. I mean, except crazy. for like the highest levels. Yeah. Just the cars are flying. Crazy. Dude made it all the way to the spot. Realized, oh, got to stop. And hits the skinny post. Boom. Stops for a second. Right around. It was like Brett's videos only. <laughs> the guy made it. Yeah. But they're looking for him now. They're like, can't do that. So, um, you know, a few more stories like that where it seems like we're out of our minds maybe keeps Philadelphia away. It's like the dude's going to do it again. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> now he feels empowered to do this every day. And we have a, we should encourage that guy to do it more and more and say, ah, it's three o'clock, time for the freeway crosser. And everybody's like, what? I think we the need Phoenix to, tradition. We need to start uh, busing people in from Maryvale and AJ and just. Yes. Descend right down there yes. to the Super Bowl. We should have a contest that yeah. says Apache Junction and, and Maryvale, Hila Bend. You've all oh, won yeah, that, yeah. an all-expense-paid uh, trip to the parking lot of the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> just yeah. have them mill around. We'll set up a tailgate for them. <laughs> what exactly uh, did we win here, man? A ride to the stadium. We ain't got tickets. No, no, Meth no. Forties. We just got. We got to cover. Sell your goods. Sell your wares. There's a water ice down there. Hey, get a water <laughs> ice. Sell it to the Philadelphians. Got any meth in that water ice? Of course, I got meth in the water ice, man. I'm not a rookie. <laughs> Always got meth. Think you deal with? Who you dealing with, man? We're Maryvale. Anyway, so it's uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see, and I don't like to see my city swarmed by horrible people, but it's going to happen next week. Philadelphia is here. They're loud. A little green invasion. Yeah, you're gonna, it's going to get ugly, and that's just their faces. That's not even. That's before they put their little jerseys on. Bunch of Napoleons running around. Bunch of little Mark Wahlbergs. All they do is curls all day long and scream at their wives. Oh, the domestic violence in those hotel rooms if the Eagles lose next Sunday night. Oh, my God. They spend that kind of money. Oh, boy. Philly throws that kind of dough around. If you're a wife of a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you should probably think about Sedona for the weekend. (laughs) If they lose, you're going to get hit. You're just going to get hit. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. It's going to happen. It's going to occur. Maybe, maybe higher the price at uh, renting some of the cells in Florence or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, they should. Though. A couple open cells down there in Florence. Get them in. <laughs> Just get in early. Just a one stop shop. Uh, and I'm surprised also that the Suns, uh, you know, looking at their schedule, they don't have another home game till the 14th of February. So the NFL kind of scheduled away from. Or the NBA did, away from the Super Bowl. They have a Valentine's game? Yeah, Valentine's game, but it's after the Super Bowl. For the next uh, 13 days, they're just not here. And usually that's like a way to really kind of spotlight your your whole deal. It's probably a good thing. They lost by 50 last night, but, you know, you start to wonder why they would hide that. Why? Why? why just Maybe the NBA and NFL said, we don't need these groups merging in this kind yeah. of way. It's nothing but uh, drug problems, and of course, <laughs> imagine then... if they're playing the Sixers. Ugh, ugh, yuck! <laughs> All those little tiny loudmouths and Joel Embiid shirts. Yep. Coyote schedule. Yeah, well, the Coyotes. Nobody even knows they're here. If the Flyers are here, that's what I'm saying. They, they do out. everything. What's wrong with this arena? There's only three thousand seats. Uh, and then you know, because you get it, where if you get too many athletes in a bunch. They start going to each other's games. I, the Suns crowd went nuts when Odell Beckham was there a month or so ago. Oh, he, he's wandering. There he goes. He's moving around. He's just walking, and people lost. I can't imagine what it would be like with the real. And in the past, Super they would crowd. always have um, there would be golfers going to the game right. too. Every once in a while, they'll have that. Yeah. But I, I guess you don't want that because even already one of the Eagles players is uh, not going to make it to the game. They're down to a roster of one less because their backup offensive lineman is. Uh, been kicked off the team, basically. He's kind of on a list because uh, he's been accused of rape and kidnapping. Oops. Tough charges. Yeah, it's a tough one to kind of overcome, but he's in Brady's home state of Ohio. Surprising. He's an Ohio boy. <laughs> O-H. And, uh, yeah, he's in trouble for Kept rape. Kept it under control in high school. As far as you know. Right when he went to at Philly. At least he wasn't, just, char- uh... he wasn't charged with it. He felt like, oh, it is normal. Josh Sills is his name. And uh, they said that he's on the commissioner's list now. He's got to go to court. Uh, and he can't play in the Super Bowl. He, he got into one game. I wonder if he still gets a ring. He plays. He, yeah, he's he playing. got played. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done some special team stuff. He's, you know, he's on the roster. There's no dismissing the fact the dude's one of the 52. There were 100 people back oh, in September. So, But, it's just, you know, you're going to the Super Bowl. But you're going to be part of that. It, not anymore. And the yep. f- weird thing about it is, is how football works. Because the Eagles have, a, and that's the attitude most people have, is, oh, he's a backup. Yeah, he's a backup. We don't think about the fact that that doesn't workplace 
has a rapist possibly there, and they're like, no big deal. He's a backup. Don't if that a, happened, don't affect our game. But if that game. happened in our building, you know, a rape, yeah, happened, and it was newsworthy. It would be KUPD employee. We would have news people talking to us constantly. It would be yeah, all he's a part timer. So he's, he's here mostly. He's a promotions kid. He's we we know him. Sure, he's been here. He's been on the team the whole time. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, life goes on. We we move on without ever really having a problem with it. Any other industry, any other thing, and it'll be a distraction. They oh they always call it. A, you know, will, will this be a distraction to the team? Not really. If he was a starter. But because he's a backup and he rapes somebody, yeah, it's not going to affect the game. And it's such a weird thing because this building, if somebody at KDKB who just works down the hall, kind of unaffiliated with us, it would be Hubbard Broadcasting. What's the toxic environment down there that allows this? And it's weird because we don't get that in general society, that same treatment. You get a rape in your building, the building is like, what happened? Everybody kind of feels it. The Eagles are like, oh, he's our backup, so... Like an injury. It's like you can just kind of put them on the IR for a little bit, get another guy in there to fill in, and we'll be fine. It's a strange kind of uh, mixed-up way we as society look at sports. Because you said the same thing I thought. It's like, what, was he important? He raped somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Is he important? No, he's just doesn't a backup. Matter. It doesn't matter. And you move on. Eh, it doesn't matter. He'll, he'll it figure matter, it out. It matters yeah, to gone. the Eagles roster. Does it? Yeah, I mean, if it was Jalen Hurts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If it's a starter, now right. it matters. Now you're like, oh, geez, well, what's going on with They're the like, Eagles? We don't even, we're not even going to defend them, take them. Right. If we've heard of them, suddenly the Eagles organization knew, and everybody, this backup, that, that we act like the, that even the players on the team aren't real sure who he is because we don't know. Your backup offensive lineman raped somebody. So what? That's how we act. Oh, that's fine. Doesn't affect gambling lines. We're good. But if Jalen Hurts raped somebody, suddenly it's a. A problem for the entire organization, and like you know, the Texans didn't even have a rape; they just had the you know same as this the ac- accusations of sexual misconduct, and they had to throw their whole team away. And there's a difference too. There's a good chance that Jane will be innocent. This guy, no shot. <laughs> yeah, this guy's guilty. Yeah, he's not getting the lawyers yeah. that Jalen's yeah. getting. He's not getting Deshaun's treatment. Where it's like, how many rapes? Fifty-five. Don't worry about it. But, oh wait, uh, the offensive lineman just went to jail for no reason at all. Could He's I get one of those lawyers? Yeah, you get yeah, you get uh, Dan Fielding from Night Court over here. I'll take care of it. But yeah, it's uh, it's weird because I've heard the, I heard it on the news yesterday in the sports. Uh, well, he's just a backup line. Like everybody's dismissing the rape part to the to the game first. How does this affect the Super Bowl? I think it's a little bigger than that, but maybe that's just me. Is the rape going to make the gambling lines go down? What, what's the FanDuel uh, thing say? What do we, we, uh, they want to sizzle. Add a little yeah. sizzle to the story. If it's uh, one of the Kelsey boys, if it's uh, A.J. Brown, if it's a guy whose name is known or we've seen him and talked about him, even that Gainwell guy is getting some notoriety in the last couple of playoff games kind of nationally. Philly fans have known about him all year. But if he had it happen, he'd be like, oh, that hurts them. The rape should hurt any group of people that hang out together every day. I mean, if old Jer still worked here and he got popped for rape, even if he got popped for rape now, we'd probably get some. Did you know? Did you know he was a rapist? No, I, of course not. If I knew not that, my man. I knew this guy. Would, oh, don't start on that. We had a moment yesterday with Magic Brady. Man. But yeah, so Brady, I, Brett and I had a bet yesterday. One of our regular uh, listeners for a long time. 
came down, somehow snuck into the building, which makes I don't know how he got in. I don't either. And he's upstairs, and he walks by, and I recognize him, and I'm like, who let him up here? And he comes by, and he hands me a gift, and I'm like, how are you? And he goes, I want to come by for Brady's birthday and give him a gift. Brett's on the couch. I'm on my desk, and I look, and I'm like, that's really nice of you. And I said, here's the troubling part of this. He's not going to know your name. There is no way. And he's looking at like, what? Sure he will. He's known me for 10, 12 years. I'm like, yeah, he's not going to know your name. I can guarantee you. So make him say your name before. And Brett's like, he'll know your name. I'm like, I don't think he's going to know his name. <laughs> Brady comes by with the greatest moment ever. Brady, what's his name? I know it. And then we're on. <laughs> and it was on. Kingfish, Kid Creole. There's so much going on. <laughs> the mayor of Cincinnati. Nope, his name. Chief Magic Man. The Magic Man. Because he does a little magic on the side. And we're dying laughing because he just wouldn't say, I don't know. That's all we're looking for. Give me an hour. Your wife goes Give me an hour. I'm like, you've seen this guy, right? Yeah, I don't know his name, though. Like, immediately. She owns it, at least. She owned it. Brady was trying to guess names, making the guy feel even worse. I was mad because I... I should know it, but just and say, I blanked. I don't know. I forgot because you tossing out Magic Man and my man and the guy and. So did you make it to like Picacho Peak or something <laughs> before you remembered his name? Or what? it was about text. two hours. <laughs> yeah. We said about that. two hours. We said you'd be on the drive down to Tucson, going Ah, Swiftbert! Dang it! <laughs> and then sure enough, we get a text about one thirty. Swiftbert, <laughs> that's him. Why didn't you just say I don't know? And he'd go, I'm Swiftbert. Ah, I said I was blanking. Yeah, but then you just do winners like, don't say anything. He's going to fire off every idea that's in his head. Nah. Ben Franklin? <laughs> the Pope of Greenwich Village? I don't remember. Rusty? I was shocked he was upstairs. All of us were. Yeah. But that's when you have to really get into your, you know, sink down into and your sink in or a, swim uh, mode. Bike courier outfit. You know, he's he was not in helmet. disguise. He's no, his... he was not in the helmet. Usually he has no. a cape and no. cards. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> That's your cartoon mind picturing that. Nope. He does magic. You remember that. You remember all of his everythings except one. Magic man. Magic man. Don McCoskey. Copperfield. Uh, Doug Henny. You said every word in the English language Houdini. except Swiftbert. <laughs> Houdini. You're Houdini, brah. Nope. You're my magic man. And it took about eight to ten minutes for uh. Brett and I just laughing the whole time. Just go, just say you don't know. Brady's wife walks in. I'm sorry, I forgot. I don't know your name. Swiftbird, how are you? And it was over. Magic man, no man. Chris Angel. CBS Evening News with Dan Rather. (laughs) I'm going to say everybody. He's not Carrot Top. All right, let's go through maybe. Here's a starting lineup for the 1979 Pittsburgh Pirates. Are you Omar (laughs) Marino? Tim Foley. Bill Madlock. Just uh, say you don't know. Tacovey. Kent Tacovey. John Candelaria. <laughs> Willie Stargell. I don't think that's you. Dave Parker. I know that's not you. Ed Ott. I have no idea. Bill Robinson. I'm, I've named the whole starting nine. Phil Garner. I forgot. Are you Phil Garner? <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it was hilarious to watch. Because the guy just knew it. I'm like, hmm, he's not in his normal setting. I think if we were at an event... And Swithbert wandered over to Brady. You're at the golf tournament where he occasionally shows up. Brady's like, Swithbert. Where you assign him? But, yeah, I always said, I'm like, you know, Brady needs help. I say it every day. Do you need anything? I'm like, I'm covered. Brady's going to need help. Where's he? I have no idea. Just wander around until you see him. And then he always goes and finds you. Magic And he hangs out with you all day, and you still don't remember his name. But I knew him wandering these halls would baffle you. 
He doesn't he was, belong he was here. Out of the element, yeah. yeah. Was, so that's cool. not that's not where you guess the name. Kingfish, Kid you Creole, nailed it. the Magic Man. <laughs> pretty, pretty much what we thought would happen happened. We went through a lot of them. Oh yeah. So he's going to see him. My man, Copperfield, Magic Man. <laughs> and sure enough, again, it's the Magic Man. We're dying. And you could see every ounce of Swiftbird's face just melting into. Oh, I'm after he brought you yeah. a gift Bunch last year gift. too. Yeah, for your birthday. Yeah, that wasn't for the birthday. That's what he said. He. It was. Uh, that poster he summer. stole from the clubhouse yeah. and golf tournament. Oh, that's or right. Tennis and court or whatever it was. Brady, oh, the yeah. Yvonne Lendl one. Yeah. yeah. And Brady said, oh, he I remember it. he got me this awesome present once. This guy right here. The nameless man. <laughs> the invisible man. Kevin Bacon. Sweat no, no, Screamed it. How was your trip to Tucson? Uh, oh. Oh, wonderful, I'm sure. Amazing. Yeah. Did she play? Well, did she play? Went through... Uh, Please tell me she got yeah. minutes. Let's, uh, let's go over that. Uh, went oh, that's a all no. the way there. How long? Hour and a half, at went least? Went through Globe. Went through Globe? Or well, Valley in way, Tucson. So, yeah, so we went Globe 60. Why? To 79. It was an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, was, oh, because you wanted to avoid the 10 or something? Through Florence. Wow. Seems like an well, he lives out that way though too. Oh, so. that's true. yeah. That's so true. it was a lot closer because I just went with I, I put the address in. I gotcha. And, and I said, let's go this route. It's a beautiful drive. It's Love much better drive. than the Tucson drive going down the <laughs> I ten. Yeah. But uh, a little unnerving on the way home. It's dark. Oh yeah, and there's no lights. That's a horrible. Blazing road. down that yeah. two lane road, you yeah. know, eighty or so, and there's coiotes on one side, yeah. a fox on the other, <laughs> you know, you got waiting for one to bolt out. <laughs> So you got that going. You get there about 3.30, 4 o'clock. Get there, Push Ridge. Another Christian school. Oh, okay. And I had thought we'd played them. No, we haven't. Not Indians this time? No. Didn't destroy the natives this time? No. Um, uh, 100%. I, I'll compare them a lot like Ohio State. They have uh, amazing recruiting. They're powerful. They're a varsity girls team. You watch that? No. Oh. I just call, saw them. Come, Kirby's oh. game ends. Yeah. They come out for warm-ups. Six four six five six six. Big group. Yeah. Amazons. Good. And I'm like, this will be thirty point blowout. I'm <laughs> right. curious what the it's game is. Bombing. But Kirby, the JV team was uh, pretty good, but Kirby did not sniff she the court. Didn't play. Oh man! You and drove. I'm looking at Coach MK the whole time. Just like, <laughs> put her in for a minute. Uh, it's my birthday today. You put know. her in for a minute. <laughs> there was no they. They got killed. They got killed. Then. Garbage time. That's Everybody gets too. time. I'm like oh, it, this, this is Even over. Lupus got in. Yeah, loop, loop, yeah exactly. I mean, Lupus had to play again. You have to understand, getting killed in JV women's is a ten point spread. That's like a, you're not going to get ten points because they got five in the first half. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling Ryan that the oh, odds of them, but they they started to they got it back within six, and then yeah. Well, you're not going to rattle off a ten point run <laughs> no. if you can't do five in the first half. You're not going to all of a sudden go ten zero in the next five minutes. That's uh, awful. It's tough. Awful. And, and I'm getting too involved. I charge your gas. You know, like, you're just so frustrated. I'm like, you have to control expectations. The drive. The drive. You lose control just having it, just knowing that you've Birthday got Birthday dinner was in the... I knew you'd stop for food. Sasmoto? EG's? No, it wasn't oh, to go. Man. No, EG's. No, it was Molinitos. Yeah. Man. Mexican restaurant. Yuck. Double yuck. Anyway, that sounds awful. It's okay. Was Kirby punished? 
Uh, no, because she's sort of a, she's eligible. I don't yeah, care. she still she is. Be punished for putting no, through that. You know, no, I'm saying was, just for the night. It's super punishment. Like all the way home, my dad would have yelled at me about how bad I am at the sport. And the reason I don't play is because I don't practice. I would have gotten an earful of his wasted time. And that's what you should have done. Make her feel guilty for not trying harder because you just took three hours out of your day to drive and watch her sit. You feel a little um, a little egg on the face, too, because you oh. look around the crowd and, like, there's one other parent here. <laughs> you guys are the only ones that care. Yeah, and <laughs> both both kids did not get in the whole time. Oh. And you're the ones that show up. Oh, the so other I'm like, parent. you know what? Yeah. This is right. There shouldn't be so much pressure that you need to go to area. <laughs> you shouldn't. I don't know why you feel that. You don't, but. You do. This You're the one that does. Does Kerberter put that heat on you? That she wants you there? Because well, all the, she had to say to you once is, if you're not there, no, I she terrible. she said either way. She was dreading the uh, going back because she would have to wait for the other yeah. two games. Did you drive her home? Yeah. Right. I'd have called her an Uber. Screw that. Oh, that's brutal. So you don't have to sweat. She was but not you, sweating. You know, you're right. going there in hopes uh, that the reason why I'm going is because this is the first time she's in a sport, and there's a chance sure. she can get in to see. Oh, I, my dad would have never, ever let that, me That uh, no-hitter last night yeah. was like, all <laughs> that's right. painful. My dad would have driven to Tucson to watch me not play a sport. All I'd have been told was, you're going to practice more. I'm not driving all over this state to watch you not play. There's something you're doing wrong. Oh, I'd have gotten an earful. Would have ended my upset, but I would have had to work harder because I. But I wanted to play. That was the difference. I, like she may not care. Like it may not bother her either way. Two minutes left in the game. Say you're the coach mm-hmm. and you're down by nine. Yeah, but it's only twenty to eleven. Right. What are you doing though? What are you telling your players? What do I say to the kids? Yeah, because I, I mean, where keep I'm going fighting. with this, I go. You keep fighting, yeah. but you get the ball, go down there. Start bombing three. Shoot Don't fast. Don't care. Yeah. Shoot fast. Yeah. Nope. It's set up. Let's keep what we're practicing. Yeah. Set up play. Oh, so you just want to get a couple of buckets and call yeah. it a night. You're you trying a new coach. Fundamental. You got to win. Yeah. Well, you need a new coach. Yeah. You got to teach him that. But she also. I mean, knows. I understand where she's coming from. And there's also, it's not like they can. Yeah, that level, it's even tough for uh, the girls to get off a, Look, a three pointer. One rebounder in and your shooters, if you've got them at all. Well, it's girls basketball. You put one rebounder in and Again, a shooter. Missing element. Yeah. You get the and you get what you take but what the defense did. gives they, you. They had uh Push Ridge had, had some shooters. What was the final score? Had Wes Unsel uh, <laughs> underneath the room. Oh, oh my goodness. just pulling down board after board. Whenever It's a timely reference, Brady. That's uh, for girls basketball especially. <laughs> the great Wes Unsel comparison. Well, I looked at I've I went scanned through all the bodies I know in the NBA. She was the most the like West. Match. All right. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I could have gone Billy Poltz or something That's like that. But terrible. Yeah. Nobody's going to know you. People are struggling with Wes Unsel. Billy Poltz is not a thing. World be free. I mean, why not just throw that out there? Anyway, uh, well, congratulations on what a wasted birthday you had yesterday. Wow. And because it's Groundhog's Day, guess what? Brady gets to do it again tomorrow. Got another game, game tomorrow? Got another game tomorrow. Yeah, I won't be there. <laughs> Yeah, that's the punishment. I'm done with this garbage. Anyway, congratulations. Oh, Brett, high five. No kids. Renaissance looking, Thank you, Dr. It's Lynn. looking good, Brett. They got it all set up. Oh, you and went we by the Renaissance? Up, yeah. Oh, my God. Here we go. It's beautiful. Well, we'll get this all together for Brady and uh, I'd rather go there. Perk him back up a little bit. I almost parked. Ruined birthdays. <laughs> Ruined birthdays. Yikes. Oh. Uh, 
Kirby, you should try harder so Daddy doesn't have to drive for three hours to not to watch you sit down. He does that every day. You watch her sit around the house every day. <laughs> you just drove to do it. Ugh, embarrassing. I'm mad at her. I'm mad at her for you. I'll be the I'll be the I'll be the hard parent here. <laughs> Kirby, this is your fault. Your lack of effort and energy put into the sport made it so Daddy wasted his birthday. It's actually a good birthday. <laughs> You can't have a moment. I, had, where I got you potentially the most gifts I've gotten in a while. <laughs> right. And then ruined by that thing in the middle. <laughs> Stop acting like that was awesome. It wasn't. Awesome, no, John. It wasn't. My man. The hour and 40 minute ride. Did you break out the Sasmoto? You had to. No. What? I don't even know why you have it. Here, you, turn it in. Yeah, turn it back in to somebody who needs it. Uh, a person in need. Uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Thank you, Alliance. Uh, we're ready to go. The official song has played. We're ready. Uh, Brady, uh, bring it up at your basketball game because yesterday the news broke that a man in Vermont, 60 years old, killed dead at an eighth grade basketball game when a melee broke out in the crowd. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, they got into a fight and a six-year-old man, Russell Giro, pronounced dead at the hospital after a large fight involving multiple spectators broke out between seventh and eighth graders. At uh, Though, you know, it's the classic Allberg versus St. Albans uh, game. Oh, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those kids are ready. It's understandable. Rival week. You didn't ever have that feeling yesterday that the intensity was so great that the people no. were going to start killing each other. There was a, um, you know, the parent that was two rows up was very loud for the other team. Yeah. It's fine. That's what it is. Oh, I'd be a bad parent. I'd be a bad sports parent. And I'd turn into the worst coach ever. Todd Marinovich, dad. Uh, uh, these people are... Uh, Emailing and saying we're right about the Philadelphians coming in. Says, uh, Ethan says, all right, Phoenix, we're calling all Paul Manchakas, Nathan Sutherland's, Paradise Adams, and Sons in Four guys. Now is your time to shine. Go, my children. <laughs> Show these foreign invaders this city's true colors. Chase them back to whence they came without mercy or hospitality. Save us. I also want to encourage a huge lack of hospitality uh, from general people. Now, the waiters and wait staff, it's your money that gets affected there. But to us, uh, our Phoenix... We don't want to be like, we don't want to show them how great the city is. People always say that on the news. Let's show them how great Phoenix is. No, they'll show up and they'll stay. Let's make them think Phoenix isn't so great. We know deep down we don't need a reputation of more jackasses rolling in. Let's be a little bit rude. Let's pull a little Philadelphia out here and, you know, start driving a little faster, a little a little less letting people in, uh, a whole lot more uh, screaming, you know. Angry Phoenicians. We're a laid-back resort town, and that's appealing to people. We need to we need to put on our ugliest face for the next fourteen days. They're used to that, though. They're from Philly. That's right. So they'll be like, it's just like Philly, only with sunshine. I don't. They're looking to escape. Deep down, they know Philly sucks. They don't want to go to a sunny Philly. Philadelphia's awful. They know that. 
But they brag about it. Every time a, t- a town is like, you know, when you leave and go, Philly's the greatest town in all, you're just trying to convince yourself that the place you're standing in isn't better. There's no no doubt when they get here, they're going to look around and go, uh-oh. There's no there's no way this is better than Philadelphia. You got history. We got education. Like, yeah, you got history. The history of uh, domestic violence more than anything else. Yeah, you got the Liberty Bell. You broke that. Yeah, Philadelphia. We don't want them. So let's put on a little bit of a less. Let's lock up our Brady's and put our Bretts out there. What the? <laughs> what the f- wrong with you? Get out of the f- way! Oh, this place is angry. Angry Phoenix. I want that reputation. I want people going back to Philly. Going, man, there's something wrong with Phoenicians. Don't listen to the news. Let's show them our best. Put our best foot forward, Phoenix. No. The people who know will keep coming. You know. The older folks from Canada will get some of the, the our, in, our our tourist dollars will not be affected if we piss off Philadelphia. Trust me, they're not rolling over here from Philly. The whole town's a bunch of broke dicks. If you want the worst parts of Glendale to show up millions at a time, welcome Philadelphians. Ugh. If you want uh, the white, awful, short versions of Mesa to grow exponentially. Say hi and put your best forward. For uh, No, we want our city to stink out loud. Crime? Start going nuts, crime. If you wouldn't <laughs> mind, crime, for the next couple of days. Pickpockets, we'll, we need you right now. Big we'll get time. some help. From Home our... Depot will donate some Sawzall blades. Oh, oh yeah. Catalytic converters yeah, oh, gone. Catalytic converters gone. Uber drivers, if you guys could possibly be the biggest dicks on the planet for the next 10 days, that'd be great. Surge rates are going to piss them off in the first place, and if, you, if you've got attitude... Every time some, every time the the idiots get in your car, it's like, yeah, it's great. We're heading over there, Central Avenue. It's, it's Uber drivers like, great. Where are you guys from? Philly. Ugh, what a classless dump. <laughs> every Uber driver should be armed with that phrase. What are you talking about? Ah, Philadelphia and the people from it. Yuck. When I was in Australia, it's the first thing that cabbie did. I got in the cab and I'm like, I need to go down to this. Ah, an American, great. Loud, smelly American. <laughs> like, wow, this guy's, you don't like us? And then we got into a big conversation, but he didn't really want me around. Hey, we need your money, but uh, you will smell like French holes. It's great. Good day, mate. I'll get you in here. We'll take a look at some Aborigines, and I'll show you around. You want to see a kangaroo? Of course you do. There's the Fosters. Yeah, there There's you go. a Here's dead your one Fosters. on the side of the yeah. road. Here's a didgeridoo. You're going to get home with that. You're not going to know why. Yeah, he was. It was perfect because I'm like, wow, I better mind my business. These people don't really want me here. I, I was walking around like I'm an American. They love my money. That, nah, they love my money. They don't want me. Great, you wandering about screaming, "Dear children, no good. Nothing worse than an American kid, loud. Well, we can all agree. Demanding, that. loud pile of garbage. That's wow. That's true. Nobody ever yells at you, kids. It was the best. So we need to do that, too. Uber drivers, it is incumbent on you to tell people from Philadelphia they suck the second they get in your car. And you'll know by the smell and the tattered rags that they wear that they're from Philadelphia. The resident New Yorkers will help discourage the Phillies, too. The people that uh, Oh, uh, people that came in from New York, yeah. yeah. Yeah, wear Yankees hats yeah. and Cowboys gear. <laughs> wear a lot of Cowboys stuff, too. Uber drivers, it is incumbent on you to make sure that we do not let these people feel comfortable here. I want them to get on planes at Sky Harbor and go, I hated Phoenix. That's the goal. Don't listen to the 
to the the chipper little Kylie Cruz or uh, Celeste Rodriguez talking about how we gotta make everybody love us. No, we don't. We're not that needy. It's a good sized city. We we keep it like this. Keep our little burg happy. I like the way Phoenix has grown, the way it's grown. Californians come rolling in here. We're getting a little nervous about them bringing their ideas. We kind of we kind of want to stop being so friendly. It's time we put up our walls. The Kansas City people, they're not leaving. They love Kansas City. They're, they're not even looking to move. A couple, maybe. Tops. Big deal. Philly? That's like a bunch of prisoners getting a taste of paradise for a second. You're going to see a bunch of assholes starting to th- look at houses. And God forbid they got some inheritance because that's the only way they make money over there. <laughs> My grandpa died. You get 150000 but put it in a house down here. Yuck. Keep them out. Keep them out. I know this hurts you, Brady, because you want to be liked by everybody, but I don't. F- everybody from not here. <laughs> the way Philly would treat us. Phoenix, what a, what a dump. They did an article in Philadelphia a few years ago. They were mad, and I mean mad, that Phoenix passed them in population. population yeah. They lost their minds. Because they were just screaming and yelling about what a crap hole this place was compared to. Have you ever been there? This is their skyline. Made fun of the city the whole time. Just amping up their town. And I'm like, there's something admirable about that. That they're so proud of it that they crap on everywhere else. Civic pride. But it's civic pride with a whole, you know, Heisman hand up to anybody that wants to be part of it. Get out of here. This is ours. Phoenix is a transient town, but not anymore. No more. We're all full up. We don't need you guys. You can come visit, but go home. Too much moving around. It's beautiful. And uh, I'm, I think because of this, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I don't think they're going to win, but I think just the general attitude of Kansas City versus Philadelphia. I don't want Philadelphia to be happy. What's the spread right now? It's probably four points, three, four points. I don't know. The rate might have changed some things. <laughs> you never know when the team has a rape in it. You never know. Uh, I also saw this yesterday. Well, have you seen the uh, transgender teacher that uh, told her six six year oh no ten year old student sorry the ten year old students uh, she's a sub and she went I think it was in Maine and she said here's my TikTok you kids should look at it my TikTok page is fun writes it on the board and check me out and the kids went home and checked her out well she's a she I'm using she in quotes she's a transgender yeah who looks exactly like Jane Gum from Silence of the Lambs. And her whole TikTok are dances like Jane Gum does, like on the porch. It is creepy. And then talking about uh, all sorts of weird stuff like uh, transgenderism and uh, sadomasochism and sex stuff and things like that on her TikTok that she encouraged the 10-year-olds to go do. So then the 10-year-olds are, like, loving it. This is hilarious. There's some sort of weird little uh, freak show going, look at this. That's a Jane Gum thing. And she's got this little sure dance. <laughs> she does this strange little dance. And uh, it's coming off the heels of that field trip to the drag queen bar where they took the kids there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that, that was, was yeah, that was, it kind was of a, a different scenario. But they might be a little young. Maybe. This. Well, she shouldn't have done that, and she's a sub. So how hard is it to get substitute teacher? This is the dance. Tell me, this isn't the most Jane Gum thing you've seen in a long time. It's a dude in a dress doing this weird, like, sexy dance in front of the. And that's what she said. All right, kids, go ahead. And then talks about like all sorts of weird things that she's into on her TikTok page. And God, 10-year-olds left it up there in the school district's like, huh, 
well, you're fired all over the place. And now she's mad. <laughs> fired me because I'm a transgender. It's like, all right. Enough already. Stop bowing down to this stuff. I need up. followers. How bad is the teaching situation that your first option is that? And you didn't even look into the fact that her TikTok page is loaded with all sorts of stuff kids shouldn't see. And not the transgender part. It's got sex, sex advice and how to handle this. and do it. Stop it. Transgender substitutes are probably something. You're like, let's just make sure. That's a, you, I know you're, everybody's afraid of everything now, but let's, every substitute teacher should have their social media looked at. Am I wrong? No. Yeah. You should probably know that's it. Because all teachers can't, the teachers can't have, you know, even, uh, you know, I'll say regular ones. And that mean not not transgender. I'm saying everyday teachers, not substitutes. They have their Facebooks monitored. If they party too hard or get drunk or show themselves, they get fired. You're not allowed to have a crazy Facebook page and be a public school teacher. The substitute shows up. That's how desperate they are to have somebody teach your kids. That's insanity. And I, as a ten year old, was not woke enough to have not noticed and made fun of the dude in a dress teaching me. And I don't think that's changed. I think 10-year-olds still recognize that. It's like, hey, wait a minute. Something ain't right here. <laughs> they do. I would. I, every one of us would. Every 10-year-old would. I guarantee you 10-year-olds say, hey, our teacher is a guy in a dress. And then as parents, you're like, well, that's, you know, however you want to teach them. But this one has, you know, here's my the first things first. <laughs> TikTok page to talk about. You guys need to learn more about what I am. Not just going in there going, here's what 5 plus 5 is or math or history or anything you need to know what i'm about and the whole day was uh, this transgender teacher talking about uh all that weird stuff like, our society is just straight flat you know the minute that uh, weapons guy that we traded britney griner for yeah that speech he gave i still say i agreed with him way too much about he's like oh the agenda in, in america seems to be just to like give in to the strangest parts of society and make sure that the kids are are normalized to it rather than actually look into it. And I was like, oh, I kind of agree with the minister of death there, that that guy, <laughs> that guy, that guy that traded weapons to have us all killed is on to something. We need to be a little bit more diligent, don't we? Yeah, I mean, it would have totally changed. Seventh grade, Mr. Churchman, you know, had the uh, pink shirt with the right. hot chocolate in rainbow glittery letters. He'd wear that to class. We knew. You knew. But if we had access to his social page and all that. Right. Which is why public school teachers are like, don't have a social page because the kids will find you. And uh, he was a great teacher. But that would totally ruin it. Right. Well, it would have been kind of like, wow, I'm watching him. You know, now I can't focus. Yeah. It's like when Nick Offerman kisses that guy in uh, the third episode of The Last of Us. It's a lot of facial hair mixing in. And it still makes people kind of go, whoa. Yeah. You haven't gotten there yet. Got the two third, third episode is, uh, you'll get there. Ron Swanson making out with a fella is off-putting if you've ever been a fan of Parks and Recreation. Because you're like, oh, wait a minute, I only know him as this. But yeah, so it's uh, kind of a thought to me that, you know, maybe we should keep an eye on these things a little bit more. Because the hindsight is, oh, we shouldn't have done this. Well, it, it was available to you before. But I guess that's how substitute. I don't know how substitute teachers work. I imagine it's just a mad dash to anyone that's willing to stand in that room. You um, go in. I know at um, Kirby School, you you interview. Show they they want to have um, 
They'd like you to have a college degree. That's about it. That's you about basically it. have had to have gone through the schooling. Yeah. And then you get a phone call. You're on a list, and if you can make it, you're in. Just stand in there and watch them for a few hours. Don't even pay attention to teaching. Give them something to read. Play games. Yeah, play games. Do so they're 10. You know, tell a joke, uh, not an off-color one, but don't direct them to... You can tell war stories. Kids love the war stories. <laughs> Especially in a dress. Mr. Sullivan, tell us about Nam. Mr. Sullivan in a gown telling you war stories is called, uh, you know, a mental disorder. But that's the olden days. Now, this guy, I get an email. Yeah, I just don't get it. I, I don't get how, how easy it should have been. But I, that's where I'd, I would assume that all my substitute teachers were retired teachers. That's, you know, that yeah, was kind of what it, every time we had a substitute, it was some 90 year old that used to teach that's on a list that'll occasionally pop by just to babysit. And you almost feel bad for them because they're just so out of their element at the that point. Greatest one I'll never forget. My friend Kurt Lack, who could do the sound of feedback quietly. We had a substitute and we saw we called him Mr. AIDS because he had two of the biggest hearing aids I've ever seen, like Russian microphones. Like our headphones. Yeah, they were <laughs> huge. And Kurt would just sit in the back of the room. And he'd go, yeah! He'd sit at his desk. And then other kids would get, and he could pick it up, and he's looking around, but he didn't know who was doing it. It was hilarious. But he was 100. He used to teach in the 50s. He retired in the Nixon administration. I still pop by and do some auto shop stuff. Yeah, what is that? The toughest day was when, uh, I forget who did it. But uh, one of them put the, the tack in their seat. Oh, yeah. One of those, the olden uh, times. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been my guy, Mr. Age. You might have had him in his heyday. Oh, he might have had him in his You cannot laugh. Yeah. Mrs. Stewart showed up. She was a constant. And the worst thing about the sub was, like, they'd substitute for math and then English. And they, they were just wherever they'd, we need somebody. We need a hot body to stand in a room and watch kids. They're like, you're not an English teacher. You're teaching math. I can do it all. I don't think that's true. Anyway, this one says, Dear John, do you think uh, people from Philly can really afford to fly to Phoenix? You know they're all coming through Mesa Gateway. Allegiant might might even be a stretch for them. (laughs) That's true, Stu. Let's keep that attitude going. We all think people from Philadelphia are poor and unwelcome. This one says, Hey, oh, John, I'm your biggest fan in Philly. I'm texting from Philly now. Listen to you every day. Lived in Fountain Hills in Arcadia for 10 years. You're being a little harsh on Philadelphians, man. I mean, harsh. Uh, I, I, I guess I could replace the word harsh with realistic. (laughs) <laughs> we didn't take the Phillies losing in the World Series well at all. And if the Eagles lose, there might be domestic violence at home in every home here. Uh, come on, we're not at all like that, though. So I hope those coming from Philly to visit week next week are on their best behavior. Be respectful, John. Uh, FanDuel, Eagles going to cover the spread. You said gambling makes the game more fun. Let me end by saying our slogan. No one likes us. We don't care. Thanks. You guys rock. Eric. Eric. That's what they have at the Philly airport. Wherever you go, be respectful. (laughs) You you don't like us, we don't care. It's painted on their walls. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not saying all people from Philadelphia are bad. I'm saying that almost all people from Philadelphia are bad. That's my motto. Stereotypes are there for a reason. That's exactly right. And, Philly, you've got one. They're tough to deal with. You say words weird. You're a weird group. Uh, The other thing that I saw yesterday that I thought was hilarious is that the in an effort to be all-inclusive, Barbie now has scoliosis Barbie. And I don't know how many kids have scoliosis to necessitate scoliosis Barbie. but They put a little curvature on her spine? curved her spine and gave her a brace. She's got to wear a little ch- uh, little chest and wow. tiny brace. <laughs> wow. 
were the kids with scoliosis really feeling like that stiff piece of plastic didn't represent them already? I mean, kind of. Is she going to be at this new park at the Westgate, the Mattel? Maybe. Might have the Mattel scoliosis Barbie. Um, there's be. an adult bar that's ba- Barbie's beach house. Yeah. Might have scoliosis Barbie wandered around in Fantastic. her brace. Yeah. But I, if anything represented Barbie the most, it was a girl who had no ability to move her spine very well. Like, Barbie had scoliosis. That was, like, she was very stiff already. Like, scoliosis curves it, and then you can't move real well. I remember there was a hot girl. There was two hot girls when I went to school had the scoliosis. One got two posts put in her back to straighten her up, and she walked around and then, like, would turn sideways funny, but she was beautiful. And then another one in eighth grade who had this cool, like, I thought she was cool. I didn't know she had scoliosis. I thought she was just too cool for the room. She's all hunched over. She looked like Kristen Stewart before I knew who Kristen Stewart was. Great looking girl. And she just had this hunch about her and looked at you like, A natural pose. It was this natural pose. It was a very 80s movie poster pose that was kind of intimidated by her. And then later I found out her her spine was all screwy. She had a question mark. And I'm like, oh, she's not cool. She's broken. That way. But she was gorgeous. But it worked for her. Oh, it worked out great. Her name was Rachel, I think. But she... All hunched up and always leaning on something and looking at you like, oh, my God, she's the coolest girl in the school. I'm so scared of her. Beautiful. Like the F me look. And yeah, kind of that. Yeah. F me, F you kind yeah. of thing. You know, it was that weird. I was like, Man, that's cool. And then later she shows up one day and she's got this brace on. And she's walking around all stiff. She's got my back. It's not bad. It's a, you know, you're selling more merch that way. I suppose. But you'd think you'd. You know, I don't know. Maybe they go the ra- do a MDA Barbie. Yeah, I mean, because how then you could have a carnival. Sticks. You could have a little walking stick. Barbie doesn't need walking sticks. Can't Barbie just be a hot chick and represent hot chicks, and Not then anymore. like a goal for the other kids? And I, I guess fluffy Barbie out. Chubby yet? Barbie's a thing, and you know. And I understand diversity in colors, Barbie. I I I, I understood yeah. that. Like if I was a little kid. And all the dolls didn't look anything like me. I get that. But scoliosis Barbie, there's not enough of them to be like, I got to, I have to have scoliosis Barbie. Because the last thing you want to do, I would think as a kid, I never fantasized with my O.J. Simpson doll. And yes, I had one. I never fantasized that O.J. was slow and plodding like me. My fantasy with my O.J. doll was that he was, he could fly. He could do all sorts of stuff I couldn't do. That was the part of doll playing. That yeah. made it so kids could, like, pretend something else was happening. They were all princesses and these wild fairy tales. Now, I got scoliosis in real life, and my doll's also affected. There's a lot of, like, what do you do when you're walking your Barbie around up to Ken and go, yeah, I can't do that. If we do anything, I just lay on my back for a couple hours and make sure that the pain goes away. Like, what kind of fantasy are you having with scoliosis Barbie? Sorry, I can't climb flights of stairs today. I'm having an out, like, I'm, what is, like, juvenile diabetes Barbie or, like, uh, early onset arthritis Barbie coming our way soon? Yeah. I can't play so many options. Sorry, I can't play soccer with you in this imaginary soccer game. My uh, my knees are flaring. I need my Voltaren. Will you play with Clef Barbie today? <laughs> Clef Barbie just stands outside the other Barbies and asks for donations. Someday we can solve this Barbie issue. Like, stop it. Clef Barbie's just like me. Right. You're already living this life. Why do you got to fantasize about it, too? That's ridiculous. But when Barbie wears a brace like I wear, I feel more included. Why do you want that for that Barbie? You're wishing it on other people. It's like G.I. Joe coming out with that uh, flamingo leg guy that we saw yesterday on the video. <laughs> I hope like, to God that, that disease never ever is, it confronts me. Hey, it's poor shot G.I. Joe. Like, I'm going to get everybody killed out here. I've got bad eyesight. 
Yeah, G.I. Joe with You'd thick glasses. You'd be kicked glasses. out of the military. Yeah, what in the world are we doing? Yeah, you <laughs> flat foot G.I. Joe. Can't do it. A Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. He needs his Adderall. He can't focus. It's a, a ADD G.I. Joe. Hey, I want to be at war today. And we got to quit. Rep- we got to stop. We got to go the other way and stop representing everyone. Sorry you've got scoliosis. That sucks. But don't give it to Barbie, for God's sakes. But she needs to be more like the kids that play with her. No, she doesn't. got to be more expensive. She needs to give them hope. Well, yeah, because it comes with the brace. Yeah. The brace is probably an extra eight bucks. Killing you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You're already paying for braces for your real kid. And now you got to, yeah, what about that? Like bad teeth Barbie, future braces Barbie. Meth mouth Barbie. Meth mouth Barbie. <laughs> Methy Barbie's a thing. Like a West Side, like West a West Side, Side version of Barbie. Yeah, represent yeah. those kids. Yeah. How come those kids aren't represented? I never had a dad Barbie for Toledo. <laughs> Whore Barbie, uh, pregnant Barbie, long COVID Barbie, yeah, uh, hat trick abortion Barbie. I mean, what? what are, how many of them are we representing? Long COVID. Yeah, she's got lung issues, <laughs> respiratory problem Barbie, asthma Barbie. Stop it! Scoliosis sucks already. You don't need to bring it into your fantasies too. God, it's just so protective of everybody. And scoliosis sucks, but... Can I play with gluten-free Barbie today? (laughs) Stomach disorder, restless leg Barbie. Like, what is going on? Why is Barbie the one that takes the beating for all your problems? I have restless leg Barbie. I just lay her in bed and kick Ken. Well, that's just bitch Barbie. You can play with low-T Ken. (laughs) Can't get a hard on. It's at a three level. There's five levels. One is, are you hard? Sort of. Hard enough to penetrate? No. You need tea. Frank Thomas and uh, Doug Flutie Barbie shows up to talk to Ken Barbie. Little blue pill Ken. (laughs) He's going to pop one before he gets on that stiff, broken Barbie with the brace on. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't get why you want your kids to be so represented in fantasy. That's the part of it. Like we tease Brady that he says he fantasizes and his wife's included. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Who fantasizes about what's actually occurring in their life? You again. It's like me <laughs> fantasizing driving a Jeep. I do that all the time. Why would I? Why would If I had a doll of me, I wouldn't recreate my life with dolls. I'd make it the life that, that I don't have. He'd have a, he'd have a, a you know, a, a $9 million Ferrari and live yeah. inside a mountain that had just been completely gutted and decked out into this weird, cool cave. I'd have superpowers. I'm not going to have That's a what Castle Grayskull did. When you had He-Man's palace, yeah, so much different. You think I'm going to have uh, two fake hips, Johnny? <laughs> That's not happening. He's going to be like the most mobile, agile doll of all time. It's my dream me. I can't be this. That's called the fantasy, and it gives you hope. It's an unrealistic goal. You're the one putting the parameters on the kid with the braced-up, di- dying Barbie. And if you really want to have one that matters... Uh, children's hospital Barbie, you know, she's a little bit pasty, maybe blue, bald, walking around, <laughs> throws up every once in a Bandana while. Bandana on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Crying parents uh, sold separately. I mean, well, yeah, you got a little Bandana and, and an IV. What are you doing? Not everything needs to be represented. Some things kids need to forget they've got. Man, the... But I do like the accessories. <laughs> children's little children's tiny shriner blankets. Yeah, children's hospital Barbie's pretty great. Like, You're gonna take my arm, and then like a, another doctor sold separately comes and removes the bone marrow and from the elbow down. 
We're, we think we got most of it, but it's not good. She turns blue in the cold. Caleb Barbie. Caleb, Caleb Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, little, yeah. yeah, bird bone Barbie. That, yeah. No problem. Let triage Ken who take else, care of that. Who else do we represent here? Doesn't make sense. And if you're going to do it right, then the Barbie doctors have to be from India. Hello, my friend. Yeah, Patel Barbie. <laughs> I don't think you're going to make it. Talk about the very, very risky treatment we're going to have to give this plastic stick. Yeah. Micro penis can. He's already got that. Down syndrome Barbie. Down syndrome. They have. I think they tried that for a little while. Really? Yeah. And I'm not. I'm kind of almost for that one because those kids. That's not something's going to get better. You know that. That's almost mean to have like your. Here's what it would be like. Just go ahead and fantasize. Their fantasies are probably fairly off. <laughs> Can't imagine what's going on in the head of a mentally challenged Barbie fantasy. All they would make them do is hump or fight. Oh, but scoliosis, Barbie, well, that's a stretch to me. You've got scoliosis, and we never want to let you forget that. Here's your new doll. It also has a disease. Oh, just like me. Right, so your fantasies are limited to what she can do with her spine, you know. Sorry, Galp Ken can't play today. Pulling foot. Too much red wine. I don't know what I was thinking. I gotta lay off the red meat. Lay off the red meat Ken sold separately. (laughs) Yeah, digestion issue, Barbie. I don't understand this. It's just me, I guess, because I seem to be logical and realistic, and people hate that. It's a Brady joke. Here it comes. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually kind of funny. It is, but it's a Brady joke. John, you can't have a pregnant Barbie. Ken comes in a different box. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. They 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 don't come in the same box. Sold separately. That's true. That's a very good point. Thank you, Tyler, the idiot. My man. Anyway, scoliosis Barbie available now so your kid can be reminded every day of its limitations. Did you price it out, Brett? See what the... Scoliosis Barbie runs? I don't know. Well, I can't find it. I don't know if they had a price. Can you buy it separate without the brace? Can you buy Miracle Cure Barbie? If you, would that be a great thing? It's like all of a sudden you, you go buy a thing sold separately and her spine straightens out and, and the brace busts off just like Forrest Gump. I would- <laughs> uh, someone I know is suffering from kidney stones and said, I would love a kidney stone Ken right now just, just, to, just to watch him. Oh, God. Pump I can't him with up. fluids. Uh, Ken's calling sick to work. I can't do it. Uh, my back is killing me. I'm kidney stone Ken. You know, you hired me. Brady, if you had a Ken, would it have a hernia glob and a CPAP? <laughs> no. You would, the Brady doll that you would have wouldn't represent your real life. You're already doing that. There she is. Scoliosis Barbie. Doesn't even look like a real Barbie. Yeah, it's not. It's some I can't tell. Oh, I guess can. one. What do you mean you can't? She's wearing a brace. She's got a back brace on. Looks like the one uh, shoulder dips down a little bit. Well, that's just a pose, Brady. The brace is the dead giveaway. <laughs> okay. There's you only so much you can do it. with question mark spine Barbie. Yeah, oh, it's the new Chelsea doll. Oh, changed her name. It was Barbie's little sister with That's a curved right. spine. So Barbie's still okay. Yeah, she's got a screwed so up. She's got sister. the hot. Yeah. <laughs> so it's even worse that she's the she's Jan of oh. the family. She's got the hot sister that's wandering around with the Corvette. Meanwhile, she's got to strap that brace on every day. Yeah, scoliosis Barbie doll. <laughs> the power of representation. I say the power of fantasy. 
You spend an entire time telling your kids they can accomplish anything, and they're all entitled weirdos that think they can accomplish anything. And then you constantly remind them of their limitations. Doesn't make any sense. There's just mixed messages everywhere. You can be anything you want to be, except upright. Here's your brace. And here's your doll that reminds you. This is the only doll you can play with. You'll never, ever, ever, ever have good posture. I wish I could remember that girl's name in high school. God, she was hot. Just the coolest pose I've ever seen. Like her head was lower than her shoulders. She's always just sitting there leaning on a locker or something, looking at you. Great hair. We did have the only eight bucks at Target. Eight dollars for the whole doll That's with the brace? That's tiny. what I'm saying. Because she's six inches, yeah. yeah. Well, she's also deformed, right, so I mean, yeah. she, you're not getting the full price Barbie. That hair is glorious. <laughs> yeah. It's the irregular at Marshall's, you know. The shoe has a scuff on it. We'll give it to you for a discount. Great hair, though. Yeah, that's my children's hospital Barbie. Comes with like a little wig. and This inclusivity thing. I don't get it. God, that girl was hot. You went to school with her, too. She was in your grade at Rhodes. What was her name? I can't remember if it was Rachel or... Kendall or something like that. Smoke show. Coolest pose I've ever seen. Turned out she had terrible scoliosis. I was really wrong. Easy pickings in the wave pool. <laughs> I don't think she was getting in. There. Oh. I think she wandered around on the beach like with that sulking look. And turns out she wasn't like cool. She was just mad. Her back hurt all the time. But that look worked for her, man. I mean, it worked. I had a huge crush on her. And then people, and then she tried to stand up a couple of times. And, you know, she had to miss school, and she showed up in that brace. Then the other girl's name was Jenny, and she's the one who had rods put in her back. She was stunning. They anyway, the one with that chin halo thing she yeah. had to wear for about the whole front face thing. Yeah. And kept her neck in line. Yeah, yeah. That one girl. I wish I knew. But scoliosis can work for you if you play your cards right. Because that one chick in school, was, she was hot and mysterious. Super mysterious. You should be the consultant for doctors. You know, scoliosis can it work can work for you. for you. Look, you've got it. Let's make some lemonade, huh? Let's own it. Let's own this. You're not getting away from it, so let's start working on some poses. If you've got a limp, make it a strut. That's what I say. Dude no. down the hall. Dude down the hall's got a limp. He makes it work. It's almost kind of a pimp walk now. Yeah. Flamingo man can dance. <laughs> and your flamingo man worked out a couple of backflips. I don't think those were intentional, but... Those springs he's working with, it makes the Blade Runner jealous. What are you going to say? Caitlyn Jenner Barbie. Jenner. When's that coming? Well, that's up to you. <laughs> 94 that's varieties. A, that's just the clothes you buy. Anyway, scoliosis <laughs> Barbie has me wondering. You don't take your kid's, like, harshest thing and say, here, now fantasize about it, too. Do you? Oh. I mean, your kids, if you've you got a boring kid, your Barbie's going to be boring, too, because her fantasies are going to suck. So that's automatic. Like, unimaginative Barbie. That comes with the kid. But scoliosis Barbie. Unimaginative Barbie? Yeah. Isn't that just every hot girl? Well, it depends on what, yeah. <laughs> well, it's every Barbie. So. Hi. I don't have to work for a living. Never has to work a day in her life, Barbie. That's really what we want. Contemplating breast surgery at Barbie. Coma Barbie. What about Coma Barbie? Nathan Sutherland has written that. Damn you, Nathan. <laughs> it's a good one, though. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, bro? Uh, Wake Up Song is brought to you by, of course, our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Now is the time to hit the store up there over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. Josh and the boys are going to take care of you. Getting you ready for the uh, ski slopes and the boarding. You know, yeah. they got all the skis and rentals. 
boards, bindings, accessories, whatever you need to get up north, they're going to take care of you. Or if you don't want to go up north and you just want to hit the trails on your bike, they're going to take care of you there or as well. Or your skis. Yeah. Either way. Go so, crazy. Yeah. Just take it out to the dirt and go nuts. That's true. Snowboard down trail 100. That'd be interesting. It'll be but, fun uh, to watch. Yeah. Uh, make sure you hit them up online, actionrideshop.com, or just go visit the boys over there at Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list, Dope, Static X, Body Counts, there goes a neighborhood for all the Philly fans. Uh, <laughs> Wage War, Ozzy, Prong, Avenged Sevenfold, Anthrax, Sepultura, Mastodon, Guar, Clutch, Skin yeah. Lab, The Clash. Good stuff. You went down to Parkway Drive yesterday and said yeah. the place was just jam-packed. Jam-packed. And everybody was singing, knew every song. And Isn't that crazy? It was nuts. I haven't seen the marquee that full in a while. Like You that, you showed me a photo yeah. of video. It was just loaded. It was insane. Which is great. Parkway Drive's a great show. Oh, it's a blast it. to watch, too. So, yeah. Parkway. So, I'm a little... That's why I'm drinking the caffeine right now. Keeping I'm you like, alive. Yeah. Get yourself a hero. Have yeah. a wilderness athlete morning. <laughs> Get you moving. But, yeah, the uh, that show last night, you... Oh, that's, that's fun to watch when the crowd's great. that into it on yeah. a Wednesday. Amazing. Sold out show, man. Yeah. That was, We've got more coming, too. Uh, I don't care. Whatever you want to pick, Brent. Pick it uh, out. I'm with Stupid also for Philly. Uh, Nightmare by Avenged Sevenfold is definitely what I'm looking forward to in the next week. I don't know the Guar song, The Master Has a Butt. But I don't either. It's Guar, though, so it's... I'm with be... Stupid for Philly. I got, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I'm with Stupid. I got an email from a guy that says, you know, they don't really care about inclusivity or they'd have male pattern baldness, Ken. That's true. Ken always has a full head of hair. He never represents people like me. And if he did, Barbie wouldn't want him. Damn it. Scoliosis. Can't find a job, Ken. Italian Ken. <laughs> Nothing but hair. His hand. He's got, an, he got a button in his back that just, whoosh, just smacks people across the face. Lazy eye, Ken. Lazy eye. Gotta wear a patch sometimes. And... Yep. Albino Ken. I mean, he can't be in the sun. He can't play in the sun or it starts to melt. Lizzo Barbie. They got that. Giant really? ones. Oh, yeah. They yeah. The oh, they do? The oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the big ones are out there. I just don't get it. Junkie Barbie with Rehab Ken Love Story? Yeah, yeah it would be great. But, well, you have to represent people who aren't represented. And scoliosis evidently is on the list. I didn't think it was that big a problem. I know kids have it, but enough to start mass producing dolls with it? Weird. It's just weird. Uh, it's I'm a stupid. This is for you, Philly. This is how we feel with you guys rolling into town. Get gruff, Phoenix. Let's not be all that welcoming and make these people want to stay. Make sure they know that there's an expiration date on their visit and they should want to leave. Especially if those idiot Philly fans lose. Sunday night will just be crime riddled all around Westgate with them punching and knocking out Kansas City people. Trying to climb poles. And it, God, even if they win, ugh, there's no winning here with these Eagles fans. If they win, they're going to shimmy up every stick we've got in this city. Gonna wreck downtown. Ugh. Climb Saguaro's. Yes, let's have Saguaro climbing contest for them. <laughs> I can do it. I bet you can. Hop up there, Timmy. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Beautiful Thursday. Uh, it's a perfect day. This is this is it. All these people emailing saying they moved here from Philadelphia for a reason. They're more than happy to be mean to other Philadelphians as they roll into town. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you don't want Philly to show up. There's a reason you left. 
Uh, it is Thursday, though. If you want to drink like a Philadelphian, well, then you need to head to Hooters for February's Beer of the Month. You know, it's funny. It says right here, Thursday 202, right? That's the date? Yeah. And then it says, Thursday, head to Hooters for January's Beer of the Month specials. <laughs> you actually took the time to change the two, and then whoever wrote this didn't change January to February. <laughs> But I'm assuming there's February's beers of the month as well. You can ask about January's. I bet you they got a discount on those. Uh, you can check it out. Hooters has everything. Whoever wrote our copy just wasn't paying attention. It's not Hooters' fault. What? But I, I know. Remember when they were coming hot for those wings? <laughs> Hooters is coming hot for chicken wings. Like, what? Get that rider back. <laughs> coming hot chicken wings. I see. Hooters, that doesn't make it better. Anyway, you can get there and uh, take all of that burning hot that they were talking about in the last one and get some beers to wash that down only at hooters and say thanks for this brady report brady report it good thursday morning chief phoenix hello world hi happy national tater tot day it's a good day the tot doesn't get the credit it deserves as an amazing meal tots are fantastic tots still excite me well they gotta be right it can't be soggy and weird a good tot forget it Couple of basis fun facts. Best tots in town, Brady. Go. Can't think of the good tots. OG Sonic. Sonic's got good tots. Trying to think. Um, oh, believe it or not, the Village Club, and anyone can go in there. Yeah, Ocotillo in uh, uh, Alma School. Yeah, sweet potato. Tots. No, not that's, I'm out on that. Oh, sweet tater tots. Yeah, I, or, I, I don't want sweet potato, potato tots. tots. Yeah, I think I'm out on I that. I want the real tots. I want good, regular tots. Well, anyway, anyway. The old A&Ws used to have uh, great tots. They've got well. restaurants that have them, too. I think the... Uh, there were some good tachos at... Uh, oh, that's what I was trying <laughs> to think of. Tachos. Tachos, that's right. <laughs> Brady that's loves when you cover tachos. them with stuff, they get soggy. Didn't the Ranch House Grill bring yeah, some bunch of tachos, too? Because they yep. get excited about you. Those got them. a little soggy. Yeah, the, but they, well, that was traveling. Tra- yeah, you can't travel, travel tots. Time. Travel, you got to eat tots right there when they come out. It's good because you put that magical green chili uh, sauce know, you in You like the tachos. What other place? We went to a place and they brought us a load of tachos thinking Brady was going to show up. You and I were there. Here's your tachos. <laughs> Thanks, Chief. Yeah. Magic man. <laughs> Most people in Ghana are named after the day of the week they were born. For example, boys born on Friday, usually named Kofi. Hmm. Saturday, Kwame. Kwame? Never knew that. Kwame means Saturday. Atlanta went through four names in its first 11 years. It was originally called Terminus. Great name. Why did that change? When it was founded in 1836. Then they switched to uh, Thrasherville. What in the world? These are awesome names. The guy, uh, Thrasherville, was named Cousin Billy Thrasher. There it was? That, that, and they and called it he, Thrasherville? He established the town a little more. Terminus, I think, came because it was a uh, train terminal from cool. Atlanta. To link it, and then it went to Marthasville, no. and find out where that came from. Some some broad. <laughs> That's right. Spoiled milk. Fairly educated guess. Some broad. <laughs> when she was young, she was so hot, they named a town after her. And then when she turned 40, 45, they're like, Changed ugh, it. we got to change the name of this town. Martha's not looking so good. And finally, Atlanta in 1847. And what's Atlanta mean? Don't know. think that far. <laughs> yeah. I didn't look into that one. Damn follow-up. <laughs> Thrasherville had me curious, Crack though. Crack reporting. 
you say cracker reported? <laughs> well, it is now. That is true. The surface area of a cat, including all the fur, is about the same as a ping pong table. Okay. You're a serial killer for knowing that. Atlanta is named after the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, okay. Which it doesn't. Okay. Hold on a second. Who's splaying cats out and doing this measurement? Someone did. <laughs> That's right, Brady. <laughs> nice, nice. Correct. Someone did. But I'm asking, like, who wrote the article? Who did the study? Nope. Peered out of the no, ether, John. Some guy did it, and I told you about it. And I don't believe it. And it's just weird enough to make a nutball curious. Yeah. I'm curious about... Uh, Nothing. 14-pound cat, 11-pound cat. Does that make a difference? Yeah, that's a good you point. Know? Well, I mean, three Surface pounds of area. It wouldn't be bigger. Big you think it's a big percentage. Don't Happy cry Groundhog Day, everybody. Yeah, yeah you know, he saw his shadow, right? I mean... He saw a shadow today, six more weeks of winter. Uh, don't put too much stock into it, but it's a pretty good prediction probably this year. Um, he's been making them since 1886, and he's been right 39% of the yeah. time. Why do we follow he's him? He's still got a job? You'd be All weathermen are about that. All weathermen are about that. You'd be better off flipping a coin. Yeah, it's 50-50 in a coin. The Groundhog I mean, it's Club. 50-50 with him, too. He misses... He, it's a, he's got one or the other, so it's not like they just don't flip him. The Groundhog Club claims he's never wrong. They say it's their fault for misinterpreting his language. Oh, they haven't learned it in 130 years. Groundhog ease. Right. Um, he usually predicts six more weeks of winter. Pretty safe in Pennsylvania to take that shot. 106 times. Apparently not if they're only right 36% right. Well, of the time or 32% I mean, of the time. What does that mean, six more weeks of winter? It's guaranteed there's six more weeks of winter. Yeah. March turned, It's winter till March. So it's always six more weeks. He's never wrong because winter is in six weeks. Here's a tradition they stopped. They used to eat Phil after he made his prediction. Yeah. That's what Bill Murray they said. They served him up after the first official Groundhog Day in 1887. Said he was quite tender. Yeah. Remember in Groundhog Day when uh, Bill Murray's fed up and he goes, you're a bunch of hypocrites. You do it wrong. You used to take the groundhog and you'd cook him and you'd eat him. And everybody oh, thought, thought that, that was, was made a, up. No, it's wow. fact. Phil has a wife. Her name is Phyllis. Of course. They never had kids. Groundhog Club says she doesn't drink the elixir of life and isn't immortal like what is wrong Punxsutawney Phil settle is. down with the backstory. Wow. go back to Philadelphia <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Punxsutawney yeah. and everywhere in Pennsylvania <laughs> hey 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 there's one little section that's pretty good <laughs> the record uh, gathering at Gobbler's Knob <laughs> still love them stop it your children it was 40,000 people in 2020 next year was zero it's COVID they did it virtually it's evidently a hell of a party yeah before Bill Murray the movie came out 30 years ago this month. Only around 2,000 people would show up. Yeah. it's Evidently, it's turned into like an awesome party. And some guy, speaking of the movie, Groundhog Day, <laughs> some guy just finished watching it every day for a full year. He wrote an article about it on theconversation.com. The first month was fun, he said. He focused on the story, but after that... He knew it so well, all I could do was zone in on tiny details. Yeah. One of them, he mentioned, the kid in a wheelchair 
in the background of a hospital scene, he realizes the same kid Bill Murray starts catching every day when he falls out of the tree. That's the uh, yeah, we know that. I didn't know there was because he kid saves him from having a broken back. That's why he's catching him. I thought there was an, uh, there was another kid in the background. That's what he's saying. That was, uh, but the kid in the back kid. is in the wheelchair. But yeah, like there was the thing with the reason he went to that hospital. He sees that and then he starts to help the people in the hospital. I bet you there's more than just that one. The third stage started six months, and after he basically memorized everything, Oof. says watching the movie was pretty miserable at that point, and he was uh, talking to the characters as it played. But the fourth stage came around month nine where he started to enjoy it again. Partly because he was talking about it with other fans. Right. Did he get paid for this? Yeah, from writing the article. He's probably going to do some documentary now. He says he might watch it again, but not anytime soon. (laughs) Right. That's right. So maybe not also. (laughs) Brady is the most unbelievably middling milk toast reporter of ever. Wow. He may watch it again. He also may not. Parts of this movie I enjoyed. Other parts I didn't like at all. Three stars. He's a weatherman. He is. A new survey asked people what they'd give up to never have to worry about various ailments, including COVID-19. On average. What they'd give up? Yeah. Americans would pay 13500 to be cured of COVID forever. Oh, there's a... Oh, you're talking about money. How much money that they would give up. Or give up. Um, like an eye? Yeah, hangovers, they pay 3200 This is just pricing. Yeah. Uh, but here's the give up part, if you want to know that. 78% say they'd give up brunch. Yeah. I don't do eat brunch too often anyway. Yeah. Brunch. 60% would give up coffee. 35% would give up the internet. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> 29% could go without desserts. 17% said they'd give up sex. They're all with the wrong people. All, yeah, I was going to say all women. 5% would give up their partner altogether. They were looking for a reason. Yeah. What if it cures COVID? Yeah, I'd get rid of her. Would you uh, give up your partner for, uh, you know, better traffic? Yes, if the traffic got better, I'd give up my wife. What about, like, uh, free lasagna once a week? Yes, get, you take her. Just get her out of here. Yeah, I know. I, the pricing thing doesn't make sense. You just can't put an arbitrary... 3200 bucks for hangovers for your whole life? Of course you're going to pay that. That makes sense. People in Mississippi would shell out $69,000 to be permanently immune to COVID. More than five times the national average. People in Massachusetts would pay 65000 Isn't it weird that the poorest state in the nation... Would throw $69,000 to get rid of COVID, but not to get rid of uh, poverty. <laughs> Arizona. Interesting. Um, $1,000. To get rid of COVID? Yeah. That, the pricing doesn't North make Carolina any sense. And Idaho and Rhode it's Island. arbitrary. 1000 or no more than 1000 Like if they asked for 1500 bucks to get rid of COVID forever, we, we'd be like, no. I'll pay a grand. They must ask you. I'll go to a high as a thousand, but fifteen hundred stupid. I'll take COVID. Not even afraid of it. Bring it on! Bring it on for a thousand American. What? I rob a bank, bust some windows. John, please help your boys at the news. Apparently, this morning they said here in Arizona we have Agua Fria Freddy, 
instead of that stupid Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah, they've been trying that. What? It's like a lizard or a Gila monster or something. They hold it up. And I'm like, it's always nice here. Knock it off. They've been trying. They've been trying to have. I've never a, heard that. Trying to have a catch with that since I was a kid. They've they've tried little Groundhog Day things in the desert. I think it's a. I think it's a Gila monster. I don't remember though. It's like a lizard or something. Look it up. And then I don't know who holds it up. Like some <laughs> idiot Paul just looks and goes, "This is a shadow." <laughs> of course, it's a shadow. There's no clouds. Somebody cap- captured a pink pigeon in New York City. And uh, they're finding out. It's radioactive. No, they used it for a gender reveal, is their <laughs> guessing. So they, they dyed this pigeon. Just one? And so the, uh, <laughs> well, that's the only one they found. I know, the other ones are dead. It's the, it's the survivor. So they had to make an announcement and say, you know, please stop doing yeah. this. For just stop doing gender reveal parties, yeah. but especially if it requires dying animals. You see that picture of it, man. It is it's a good dye job. Hilarious. Somebody corralled a bunch of pigeons, dunked them in pink dye, and let them go. I guess it's not like yeah. Mike Tyson's pigeons that would come home. These are the ones that are like, good. We found these on the street. We got eight or nine of them. We we um, it looks like them. it might be a. Like, uh, you know, a, a pigeon they use, Mike Tyson's kennel that it flew oh. from, I don't know what but you they call that. Just like a domestic it? pigeon? Yeah, I don't know what there. it would be either. Mike Tyson's pigeons, that's what I call it. I think it's if somebody dies my pigeons, I swear to God. I'll, I'll spell the word die different. You're going to, uh, yeah. Because it's a king pigeon and they. That's right, Brady. Snow white plumes, usually. That's right. They're beautiful birds. And you put pink all over them, make them sissy. That's, Nobody's going to turn my pigeons into a bunch of Oh, it's a snake. That's Agua is a dangerous snake. I forgot. Agua Fria Freddy is a rattlesnake. <laughs> and then they coax it out of a hole and then talk about winter. Apparently, Morons. he works yeah. the opposite of Punxsutawney Phil because he saw his shadow. It's the end of end winter. of winter because he's coming out of hibernation. Right. Some idiot came to Roosevelt Elementary when I was there in sixth grade with a tank full of snakes. <laughs> Brady's best friend. The, the, the Brady's in the class were like, whoa! Like just a pile of rattlesnakes awesome. in a room full of sixth graders. The, the the chance of one of us knocking that aquarium over and causing instant death to, to Stephanie Stallnecker is pretty high. And they, uh, <laughs> the dude held it up and he goes, Duh, and he started to talk about how it can predict weather. It comes out of hibernation. You can put it down. I hope that thing eats you. I was a cynical sixth grader. Like, this is an idiot move. Whoever's in charge of this should be fired. Let's bring in deadly animals to the kids. Heads up, parents. Fifteen students in Mexico had to be hospitalized this week after taking part in the latest Internet challenge, the TikTok challenge. Here we go. Um, it's uh, you get a group of people and you take a tranquilizer. And then the last one to fall asleep wins. Oh. Okay. That's kind of they did that in the movie Role Models when they took a bunch of the sleeping pills and then tried to stay awake to have sex. Because they said that right if you can do that right before you fall asleep, but the sleeping pills put them out. But it the is, girl that uh, he was going to have sex with had great cans. It's the, the great scene. Fourth school in Mexico to have an incident like this in the past year. That's one of the safer ones, so long as they don't, because you're not going to overdo it if your goal is to stay awake. Yeah, they're they're. Not saying 
Yeah, but it depends on what kind of dosage, too. Right. Where are they getting the tranquilizers is the question. Mom and dad, that's where. Well, it's in Mexico, right? The Oh, it is? It's a Mexican? Yeah. T- what do we care well, about no, that yeah, for? Yeah, then? Exactly. You can get them anywhere there. Right. <laughs> They're just laying in the streets. They'll write your name on a yeah. pill. Here you go. Here's your Ambien with a little, they wrote your name on it. Oh, thank you, Pablo. Me and kids and I are going to have a fun time with us. That's in Mexico. Brett's right. So what? TikTok, they have TikTok in Mexico? That shocks me. Slim Hulu. I didn't know they had the internet there. Yeah. I thought that's why everyone was leaving. Their, their, their bits are too slow. They got MPBS issues. I have two quick radio videos. First one's a couple of orangutans. Okay. One's learning not to uh, grab the other one's food. Okay. One is eating, the other is not. And they're holding a baby, too. I'm listening to Dido. <laughs> Gives it the boot. It's quick boot. It's All right, next one. stupidest thing I've ever seen. Is your sh- really? soup du jour, John. <laughs> You're not getting away with that. Again, self-edit a little bit. Show that to Kirby at home. That's not for adults. That thing doesn't even That's a good boot. A, she goes down two feet. You can <laughs> see her land. <laughs> she got kicked off of a, a street Sorry, mattress. the fall wasn't to death. It's no I big deal. Yeah, yeah. Brett, <laughs> Brett will take care that. of this. Brett will take care <laughs> of this. Don't you worry. All right, who's your? Uh, this is your soup du jour today. Oh, God. Oh, she's got her hand in it already. See? Oh, it's too late. You got to no, no, no. Oh, oh, there she go. What was that? seasoning. She just hosed it with her mouth. Some yeah. venom shot out of that Vietnamese woman right into a bucket of queso. And now she's eating it. She puts the cup uh, back in her mouth. She might be a TikTok parent. Oh, man. What is that? That's, I've uh, never seen a woman do that. That's violent vomiting. Bile puts a little love. Nobody flinches, which means that's an ingredient. Yep. Yep. That's just the norm. That's what they eat over there. And whatever absolute <laughs> that is. Yikes. Got a couple of oh. Nobody budges like, hey, asshole, what was that? <laughs> Is it almost done, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. So a uh, couple of kids having fun, bro- pulling some donuts in a riverbed. Okay. Apparently. Still some water in that. Oh, they're doing donuts in the water. And, like- and then truck comes by above and clears them all out. That's a pretty souped up truck. It's a dune buggy in the water. That's pretty neat. Oh, yeah, there's kids. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, he clipped a couple. Oh, he got three of the six. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Almost killing people. And then... Uh, Brett's got me spoiled. These are... I know. These are Disney videos. You might like this one. Trying to chop oh, wood. Oh, she's a girl chopping wood. This will yeah. be bad. Oh! <laughs> Bounce the axe right back into her head. Oh, man. That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> What did she do? Oh, stop playing her. It makes my teeth hurt. Lucky didn't flip. Uh, Well, yeah. Well, I don't know Lucky's involved in that at all. Almost wish it would flip. Now she's kind of mentally challenged. At least the other side would have killed her. No sound on this one, but I know how you like a good knockout. Okay. Are we we the kickboxers? Oh, my goodness. Yes, that was quick. Now watch. I'll slow it down. Boom, elbow. Elbow across. Oh, my God. And face plant. Sleep. (laughs) Does he call it? That was a referee's oh, calling it. He's out. You know, no, they're going to let that one keep. Just give him 10, Brady. Give that sleeping guy. You got 10. You got 10, man. He just lost that ambient challenge you were talking about. Yeah. Sleeping eight count. He went away. Yeah. That's a good little spinning elbow coming from the back edge. It's oh. a risky punch. He turned his yep. back on the guy. Anyway, good stuff. All right, Brett. 
finish it. All By right. that, I mean humans. All right. Let's start off with this one. In a parking garage. Some broad trying to figure out how to park her car. Oh, Kaya. Okay, she just did what I did at that Biltmore thing and ran over the car next to her. Now she's backing up a little bit or trying to. Trying to, to figure it out. She's going to go into the pole. Nope, she's opened the door and left the car in reverse, and now... Oh, she's getting smushed! There's no way she's no, getting... No, 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 no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, she left the car door open and backed right in. Oh, nice my Porsche, God. too. Yeah. Well... <laughs> she could afford the repairs. Yeah. All right. Nobody died there, though. That was close. There's a little biking accident. Cobblestone no, there's no death here, either, so okay. I'm just Damn working it. up to it. People just coming around... What, what, what? Big peloton. Oh, 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 oh. He just ran right into a car. What yeah. happened? Well, Can't even blame that guy. No. Must to look back. <laughs> car didn't do a thing. It was a truck towing a car. He smashed into the car. And, and here we go. Oh, no, this is, go. I got Damn one it. worse. All right. Okay. This one's kind of a miracle one. So. A couple people sitting outside of a Ooh, is doctor's that a kid? Yeah. Like a cha- Whoa. Oh, she wow. got thrown out. A little pliable. Like a champ, too. Yeah, look at that. Whoa. Took it like a champ. She was sitting on a park bench. A car she hit She died him. five minutes later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the internal bleeding is, there's no question about that. Whoa. And she gets right up. Those are her last five steps. And then Daddy took her corpse to the hospital. <laughs> Tua Tongaloa says, "Oh yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah." Tua's not as tough as her. Right, this now one, we've got it. Here we go. Brett's death videos are inevitable. This one's coming from a new, new, uh, a new, new person. Yes, oh, you got a oh, new contributor. Yeah, it's good old gore for the boys is what this one's oh, entitled. No. So let's take. There a you look. go. Have you previewed it? Yep. Oh no. Okay. Here we go. Uh, some guy just sitting there chatting. Yeah, I don't watching. have sound. What happened? Ooh, I, I, I saw it coming. Oh, oh there you go. come on. He's got his head up against a block wall, and a guy ah! sledgehammers it, and then sledgehammers ah! it down again. Oh, God. That's just a murder. That's just, yeah. a, that's just a murder, Brad. Whoa. <laughs> that's from Pure Violence Telly. It's a murder. Wow. That's faces of death fakeness. Oh, Brad, you're you have to. No, don't allow Brady to think that's real because it'll change him. Yeah, Brady has to imagine. That can't be real. That's fake. People wow. don't do that. That's not real. Don't get mad because yeah. we didn't have the same thing with your orangutan. Well, Brady, you know, not only is it... That guy only fell two yeah. feet. Not only is it... Uh, <laughs> now he's mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> not only is it real, uh, probably got the idea from the Bible. So it really <laughs> really is uh, toying with your belief system. The dude's... Half of his head is up against a cement wall. <sighs> and then they sledgehammer the uh-huh. open half. And when he falls back to the ground, skull. they go over the top, smash him down. He didn't have a very strong skull at all. He was done. Holy crap. What country did that happen I in? I have no idea. Do not pick fights with that country. I watched it one time, and when I played it for you guys, I looked the other way. Wow. That was enough. Top five. Worst one. I don't know. Splitsville was... Splitsville's yeah, an accident. <laughs> this dude is... <laughs> this guy's like, intentional. He's or... just sitting there with his head up against the wall, knowing what's coming. Splitsville just fell off a train. I can't imagine. All right, put your head up against this. I'm like, all right, I know what you guys are going to do. Ugh. Why is he holding a sledgehammer? I mean, you know what's going to happen, traitor. Yeah, don't pick a fight with that country. Damn. Holy smokes. All right, then. Yikes. Well, there goes your Brady report and my breakfast. Yeah. We can't post that. That's illegal. No, no I'm not it's posting wildly it. illegal to post that. I'm not sending it out either. B. Vesley at 98. Yeah, I'm not sending it out either. Nope, absolutely not. Keep your receipts. <laughs> the radio these. station sent this to me. I didn't even ask. Yep, not doing it. It's Randomly not fire that off to 10 lucky listeners. 
Here's one of my personal ones. You can ones, hit up right? Andrew Williams if you want it. <laughs> right, he's yeah. the one that sent it to me. Yeah. yeah. Search Andrew Williams out and get it. <laughs> Holy cow. Why does Andrew Williams have that? I want to put him on a no list. I have no idea. We're calling the police on Andrew Williams. Good Lord. Uh, anyway, well, there you go. That's your Brady report. And that one was tough. It's 98KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Jason Ellis is going to join us in uh, just a little bit. He's over at Stand Up Live. And I've been on this chat GPT thing like crazy. Yes, I was telling guys yesterday, I I sat and said, uh, all right, chat GPT, you amazing uh, piece of machinery that's making humans so obsolete it's painful. This is, uh, we we were discussing this off the air. This is what Napster was in a different way. Like the way Metallica pushed away Napster and everybody's like, we can't have this. It's going to be the way. You can fight it all you want. It's it's happening. So we need to find ways to embrace it. Instead of like what we did with Napster was make this big fight, is just find ways to go, all right, how can we as people use this without making it just attack back? So I was asking it last night to I write a sitcom about a police officer who fights crime with farts. I wanted to be as absurd, <laughs> stupid, and whatever as I could be. And within seconds, and it came up with the best name for the show ever, The Flatulent Flatfoot. <laughs> and I mean, we're talking less than a minute. It goes episode one, case of the blah blah blah, and whatever. And it was about this cop whose gas was like it was horrible to him; like he couldn't control it. His farts were so loud, according to GPT. His farts were so loud they could be heard for a city block. Boah, just explode. So, but they would deafen people and whatever. So, you know, like he took his his partners are like, we can use this. So whenever there was a standoff or whatever, they'd call Frank the flatulent flatfoot, and he'd go stand close like, all right, all right, everybody calm down. And then, and the bad guy would come in just enough time for his partners to rush in and make the arrest. And then I'm like, write another episode. It wrote another episode. And I'm like, this is the stupidest thing ever. And then at the end, it gives a synopsis, and it said, it's a heartfelt comedy uh, that basically explores the idea that sometimes our worst feature can be our most useful. I'm like, Jesus, it, it gave me a little, like, tear in the eye at the end there. So I just wrote in there, Chat GPT, it's going to do our jobs for us eventually anyway. I'm like, Chat GPT, uh, give me questions for an interview with Jason Ellis. And it's the basics. You know, tell us about your background in professional skateboarding. Talk about the highlights of your memorable moments in your career. Uh, share your thoughts on the current state of professional skateboarding. Talk to me about your time as a radio host and television personality. They're basic, terrible questions. But if you're a kid and you had to interview, you know, had to do an interview for some, the questions are done. You give yeah. me 20 questions, like within a second of saying, how about this? This chat GPT thing is amazing. It is crazy. And then I wrote one that said, uh, write a sitcom about two people who wake up one morning and find that all of society is mentally challenged except them. And now they're the outcasts. <laughs> and it said, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not going to go down that road. We don't like using mentally challenged I've people been as given breaks comedy. And yeah, and it was basically like, well, hang on, this is a good idea. They wake up, and all of a sudden, everything is topsy turvy as far as what mentally challenged acts. It's just a perception issue. Like, now you're the mentally challenged ones because the normal is an IQ of like 100, and they're just barely getting by. You're not a genius, you're a moron. And they look at you like, what crazy? What? Round wheels? Are you insane? They've been square since we were kids. He's weak. Yeah. Yeah, everything's kind of goofed up looking, and they just wake up in that world. It wouldn't write it for me because it said it was too controversial. 
Uh, but you can put in anything. And I did one where I said a scientist trying to prove the missing link theory uh, by by uh, making himself a monkey man and, uh, you know, having people, you know, it was based on the idea that people keep looking for Bigfoot. Yeah. But he keeps getting cited as monkey man doing things. And they're like, monkey man's real. We've found the missing link. And that was the scientist's goal. And then Chat GPT throws a twist in that he gets accused of a crime as monkey man, has to stay in character and like kind of fix this whole thing or his not only does his theory go to crap, somebody's going to throw him in jail and find out it was a guy in a suit. So he's got to solve the the mystery as monkey man. And I'm like, this is brilliant. Great twist, GPT. It's amazing. And it was literally, Brady, 15 seconds after I came up with the concept, two episodes. The lines are going. And then all you have to do is go write another episode. Case of mistaken identity, episode three. I'm like, my God, this is incredible. And it introduces characters and new people. It's, it's nuts. So you're not going to need to be a human being anymore. If you're a kid, like you said, your wife's a teacher and stuff, Toledo, and she, they're fighting it. Like, ah, these they kids are, a little are bit. They're no way. about it. How, how can you fight it, though? You can't. You just have to teach kids how to read like about and do wire. math. Yeah, read and Absolutely. do math. That's it. And maybe even not math. Like, it'll do math for them eventually. But read... And kind of be observant to the world around him. Well, with Napster and LimeWire, the only ones that actually embraced it was Apple. Yeah. And, and look they what made, yeah, and they exactly. made fortune off of yep. it. Yep. And now that's the standard. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. Anyway, it's nuts. I can't get enough of it. I can't. Some of the kids was uh, like, uh, ask Kirby, you know, oh, on a term paper or something like that. She goes, a teacher would know. No, they wouldn't. Um, it's different every time. To, but the actual, she goes, she feels I'd have to put some mistakes in there that I'm turning in a sure. flawless. A smart kid would know that. Yeah. But, and you can even ask it, chat GPT, misspell some words. Because it'll ask you at the end, what do you think? Was this good enough? And you can, and it'll ask for it'll your modify and, and just say, how about we uh, throw in a few misspelled words? Eight. Through the whole paper. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you're a kid and you're not using this, you're an idiot kid anyway. I gotta do it on my own. Stupid. It's like the people who wouldn't get off horses when cars were invented. Never. This is the future, and we don't need to use our brains anymore. Our dreams have come true. Got a hand brain that's doing all the work? This is gold. It's the way half our sales staff's been working for the last 20 years anyway. Now, they have an excuse. Uh, Jason Ellis is going to join us in just moments. He's at Stand Up Live, you said. Correct. uh, This weekend. Is he doing his podcast? I'm not sure. We'll find out. Jason Ellis joins us next. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Jason Ellis is here, uh, a legend, uh, Jason <laughs> Ellis. The, uh, I, you know what? I don't know what happened. Uh, you're, I'm going to tell everybody. You're at standup live, standuplive.com. I don't know what happened to you with Satellite. Is that they something? Fi- you- they fired me. Yeah, I, I, but for nothing. Because you were, yeah. as far as That's I... That's what they said, too. You're fired for nothing? Yeah. <laughs> they can say that. I, think I was like, what sue. did I do? Because I always <laughs> expected it's my fault. And they were like, nothing. Just, we don't... Just go away. It wasn't it. like a budget oh. cut or... It was a bu- they They... Said at one point that they knew it wasn't because I told them it was a con- new contract, and I, I was like, "If you guys are thinking about um, like not giving me a raise or, or lowering things, you can just you can just fire me." And they did, yeah, because you were they were they were they had you on the fast track to being like, "If Stern left, this is Jason." Uh-huh. They did. They would talk about they, that. I Actually, Stern talked about that. I in think an Stern talked about it, but yeah. I don't think Sirius ever contemplated it. They never really wanted you to be the next guy. I don't think so. No kidding. Was it easy to work there? 
Not really. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uncomfortable talking about that? Like, I tried to no, talk to him, but I don't want to get in a fight. Yeah, you don't want to burn the bridge, but. I don't have, no, the bridge is gone. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> they didn't it. let me do a goodbye show, which I don't blame them looking back. Yeah, no, that was a bad idea. These other people that are a little bit more corporate, yeah, they'll say, "Oh man, it's been such a pleasure." But right. you, you let not. me go after fifteen years out of nowhere. I probably wasn't going to say anything yeah. positive, <laughs> right? <laughs> I always yeah, think that's that tough. People in radio and people in entertainment think that they deserve a last show. Yeah, and you don't because if you think about any other job, if they fired a dude at McDonald's, you're not letting him come for in for a years. farewell hey, run. Hey, He's hey. just you're not doing it. Some get a victory lap, very rarely. It's and, a weird circumstance because I don't want to do another show for you anyway, right? But I have fans that built me, right? And I would like to say goodbye to them or at least tell them where I'm going. Yeah, but it is what it is. And you do your podcast now. Yeah, Correct, yeah. yeah actually, if it wasn't for being fired, I would not have tried stand up because that's kind of how yeah. it started. And you're doing stand up for the last couple of years, and yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know you were doing stand up. I thought you were touring the podcast. Nobody did. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> you're not sure you're doing it. Yeah, Come but you are, out. and you love it. I love it. It's yeah. great. And was it something you always wanted to do, or just stumbled into? Because you're a guy uh, who just tries stuff. Yeah. Well, I I thought about it, but I never. I didn't like the whole idea of you you repeat yourself. Right. That oh, didn't yeah. sound Same. right to me. So once I digested that as this is a part of the game, and right. I was like, oh, wow, you can actually kind of scrutinize it and tighten it up and, right. and make it a thing. And I think like over the last couple of years, I've started to understand how you would go about that. To manipulate. Your yeah, find out how things yeah. work. Yeah, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of, you know, trial and error and, and – uh, you know, crowds that don't think that was very funny is uh, is an anxious thing to be dealing with. And there's pressure and creativity all flowing at the same time. The only difference is with skateboarding and fighting and racing stuff is if I do it real bad, I, I don't go to hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just, when you're 51 and you've had so many injuries, I, I feel like this is the first time ever I've ever got into anything where my smart friends are like, that's a good idea. Finally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so smart people have surrounded you for years and you haven't like, listened dude, to them. I've always disrespected yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> I've always hated the smart. I actually retired from fighting the other day. I did a, a show with – I do a podcast with Tony Hawk called Hawk versus Wolf and we had Andrew Huberman on who is a good friend of mine who is like a, you know, a scientist. He studies the brain. He knows more about the brain than almost anybody, definitely anybody I know. And he was like, I know your career. I've seen you skate. I've seen you fight. Do you really think it's necessary to potentially get hit again? And I was like, no. And, and he was like, well, then why do it? I was like, I don't know, because the guy wanted to fight me and the fans yeah. thought it was cool. So I figured, why not one more? And he's like, you know, one more could be the one. And I'm like, what are you guys yeah. trying to say? So yeah. It was Tony Hawk and Andrew Huberman telling me it was that an intervention. intervention. Yeah. It turned into an intervention yeah. on the podcast on your brain. And then I sat there for a second. I was like, "Do you are you going to disrespect them and just go? Sounds good." But I was like, "These people are very smart, and they really genuinely care for you." Take yeah, a, take some take advice. A, go. Yeah, so yeah. I I did. I I. I I analyzed it for a few moments, and then I said, that's it. I agree. I retire. So there you go. Yeah. Done. Yeah, most people who die doing something stupid just said, I'm just going to do this one more yeah. time. That's it. Yeah, because it's so hard to let it go. Yeah, it is. You know, you're letting go of your, your youth. identity a little bit. Yeah, you know? it's who you are, who you've been, and then it's a new chapter. Do you want to even start it? 
Right, and, but I feel like if I just keep going, because I am one of those people that will just keep going to the point of like, it seems kind of idiotic, and I'm like, yeah, but I don't know, I'm stuck in it. It's kind of wired that way in a yeah. way. Yeah. No skateboarding stuff, you still hop on there still and go? Still skate. Yeah. Just different. Yeah. No. How, no, you don't do any of the, are you just risky? You're obviously not. I'm still, it. I'm always dangerous. Yeah. There's no, I'm, that but only to brag. yourself. That was an accident. Yeah. I, I'll go there, warm up. Take it easy, yeah. And then next thing you know, I'm trying something that I used to do when I was 28. And do you do it because you see see people who can do it still, and it's effortless? And you're like, I can do that. I don't see anybody doing it that's and effortless. See, that's what yeah. <laughs> see, that's the I thing. I do it because that's who I am. Yeah, that's and, the. And when I come back to it, and now we're in our 50s, and we're on the ramp together, there's something different about it that only a 50 year old that was a pro skateboarder for 20 years would understand. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, we've got kids that, uh, you know, some of my friends have kids that have beards. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we are old. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's your kid? He's yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to work, Dad. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> like a real that job, guy's too. like a full man. <laughs> and we're on the ramp still, mate. How sore are you? He's like, I'm incredibly sore. Me, too. Like, we're living on the edge. We, yeah. we, we like, this could be our last ride every time yeah. we drop in. What if uh, if if you could go back twenty years and tell young Jason Ellis uh-huh. what to? He wouldn't ex- listen. He wouldn't listen. Yeah. But if you told him like something you wish you knew at fifty one, yeah. that you're finding out at fifty one that somebody could have told you. Oh, uh, like take those pills that make you not go bald. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good for us. I, yeah. I think the whole room. It pisses me off because he wears a hat every day. He's got a, a gorgeous yeah, what are you of hair under there. Got, I yeah. like what you did. You tattooed like a yeah. design on the baldness. Yeah, it's, it's the best I could do. I don't think I have the bravery for that. It's pretty like, stupid. Well, is it's it bold, bold, do you regret it? Because you can't change your style now. I, I regret I regretted it when the needle went from the back of my head to the front of my head the first time. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I got a lot of tattoos, but I was like, whoa, that like really hurt. And and my tattoos was like, yeah, man. What'd you think? And I was like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be another tattoo, but on the head, nah. There's no meat. It goes into the bone and you can't go to your happy place because it's hammering your brain. You're like happy place, and it's like, no, dude, you are getting tattooed yeah. on the dome. How There's long no way out. So if you peel the skin back, would it be the on the skull? Yeah, yeah, yeah scratch my head, I opened it up. It's still in there. <laughs> the skull is still in there, but is the no, tattoo the tattoo no, tattoo's still in it's there? It's on your head. Or yeah, no, he's asking if it's on the bone. No, it, it doesn't seep. No. Yeah, they don't go that deep. Yeah, no. there's still enough derma there that he it's doesn't. Just like when the needle's banging on you, the skin is so thin on the top of your head. Because on the side, I was playing video games. On the top, I was holding my breath every time the yeah. gun hit me. Oh, oh man. That's, that's a commitment, too, now that I'm looking at it. There's a lot of work up there. Yeah, 16 hours. Yeah, you need to talk to your smartphone. He went, for the, full, <laughs> he went <laughs> for the full mallet, too. Yeah. It goes all the way. I'm not done, dude. Yeah. In the end, it's just going to be goggles, baby. <laughs> it's going to go crazy. <laughs> Family's okay with that? Wife's good? Everything's it's my, fine? It's my face. <laughs> that's right. That's your exactly right. yeah. so, I like I that. I don't really answer. like your face. I don't like your face. <laughs> Still live with it. <laughs> These kids will learn. That's yeah. exactly hey, guess right. what? When you're older, you can do whatever you want with your face too. Yeah. It's your and don't face. Don't listen to anybody that tells you that you need to get a certain face. This <laughs> is your face, your life. Do whatever you want. That's exactly right. I've never heard that. Hey, it's my face. Yeah. Most I don't get are, it. Everyone yeah. says that. You know, like, uh, oh, you got OnlyFans. I'm like, yeah? So? Yeah. Like, people have penises. You know that, yeah. right? How'd you get here? 
<laughs> they want yeah, somebody used one. Happened. Yeah, it was inappropriate. Someone used one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if young me could go back and Do tell me want. something, if, if today me could go back and tell young me something, it would be uh, when you when you turn fifty and you think you're done peeing, you're not. <laughs> it's the uh, weirdest thing. Like uh, when you think you're done, you put it back, and then you've got like. There's a lot of reservoir that you don't yeah. feel that just starts to go trickling around. I stand over the toilet for like extra minute and a half now. Yeah. I'm sure not going to be a part of this conversation. That's your <laughs> penis problem. It's my, my penis, ladies Jason. and gentlemen. Jason Ellis doesn't have that. I have a very useful, a very youthful rod. Yeah. <laughs> you Exercise it. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah, your your rod of youth can be uh, bragged about all your exam. I yeah. never did terrestrial, but yeah. I'm aware of how you talk on yeah. it. Yeah, we, 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 we skirt the issues. Yeah, it's yeah. creativity. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that was one thing that I didn't realize was going to happen. I'd, I'd leave the uh, Lucian Island. Uh, uh, to I would have said don't worry so much. Yeah, that that's a good advice. But yeah. no kid's going to listen to that. I, not like I already said, yeah. I wouldn't have listened to anything yeah. I had to say. Yeah. I was pretty sure I knew everything back then, yeah. and that's that's life. you got to... Yeah, you know, you got to figure it out. You got all the answers. Got to bang into the wall. That's the way it works. What made you uh, come here from Australia initially? To be a skateboarder. No kidding. So that was just career everything. And then you did you ever think I'm going back? Like, is there a time when you were here? Like, I just don't like it here, or was it immediate? Immediate. No kidding. Did you not? Oh wow! I was born to be in America. Isn't that crazy? No kidding. So you felt that time I was born in Australia. I was incorrect. (laughs) You you were identified (laughs) with the wrong country. Yeah. Everything that everybody did here, I was like, yeah. Yeah. What about Australia made you go, not this, uh, America's for me? Like, what was the difference? Well, skateboarding didn't exist. Oh, no kidding. There was no, I was the first Australian pro skateboarder to ever exist. I didn't know that. So when I was like, I'm going to be a pro skateboarder, people in Australia were like, that's not a job. And I was like, yes, it is. There's like eight people in America that have a job (laughs) doing Doing it. it. I know them. I've seen them in the magazine. So it's actually a real thing. And then I came over for six months because back then you could have a holiday visa. Yeah. So I would just stay here and sleep on couches and skate. And I got way better really quick because I was so excited about America. Like when I got off the plane and I was in the airport and the cars driving by, I could just tell. There was a buzz to me that other people didn't have. No kidding. To me, I was in awe of everything. And just really? like I would go to the Seven Eleven and go, whoa, look at all the drinks you have. I'd go to the supermarket. You guys have like 75 different sugar cereals. <laughs> this place kicks ass. <laughs> like everything it had. Like, well, Supercross. Who's Jerry McGrath? You know, the yeah. Lakers. Like I remember when I first came here, it was Lakers and uh, like you know, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Yeah. And well, Lance, Lance Mann was like, this is basketball. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you guys have the coolest sport. Like, yeah, because it was a, I have to every, tell you, I think you had all that in Australia. You just might not have seen it. We don't have ba- nothing like dude, that. Basketball in Australia is, is it terrible? embarrassing. Is it really? Yeah. According, to me, yes. Okay. A bunch of white dudes. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that it's not diverse. It is boring. Yeah, it's it's fundamental. It's not fast. No, there's no huge dunks. It's like, like the WNBA. It's the WNBA with men. I didn't watch that either. So. Yeah, don't watch that. There's no point. <laughs> Sorry. In that. Yeah, that's all right. Ladies. But yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be good. See, that's part of equality to me. Everybody says, "Oh, got to have WNBA. It's equal to men." All right. Well, then you're going to be equal to the scrutiny too. And yeah. you don't put a good product out. I don't care what sex you are. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. It's my face. I don't want to go down. On your ship, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'll take you down with me. We'll sail right to the bottom. I like women and just... For oh, the I love women. I just don't think they're good at basketball. 
See, I don't want to go. I think they are good, but I don't want to. Have I you seen move them? On. But you said you didn't see it, so you. Can't. I don't watch any of it anymore. <laughs> right? I don't watch the dudes either. So, well, yeah, but you can't say that the, you don't know if they're good or not if you never watch. I'll tell you, I watch it, and it's yeah, horrible. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's playing right now. Yeah, she's so fourteen. Freshman. Nothing Man, is worse she an than idiot that. Idiot for doing it. <laughs> yep. According to me. Come on. No, he's an idiot no, for not pushing her. Get free college out of it. Yeah, okay. that's the smart thing. If you got a daughter that wants to play sports, you get it's her first college. year in. And yeah. well, to yeah, me, as to an ex-athlete, it's not about the money and the fame. Right. It's about you know because I, I really am. I'm done. There's no coming back. I'm not going to be in the X Games next yeah. year. It's over. <laughs> and the greatest thing that I ever got from skateboarding was I. It was attached to me in a way where I didn't – it was just one with me. Yeah. And I could make it do anything. And I had a bunch of friends and we would go there and I would control this thing all day and it would just make me feel so good and and uh, and just all good inside and warm and fuzzy. <laughs> and that's what I got. You know, like somebody recognized me at the gas station because I did some trick. It's, it's not bad, but it's right. not what I did. It's not why you all. did it. Right? Yeah. It you just know, shows what up. What is the best thing that I got on my deathbed? What is the greatest thing I got? It was – Riding it, yeah, riding it with my friends, that having your passion like, play out. Yep, that's the best part because yep. when you being able I, to discover that too is huge. There's a lot of people that be able to discover your passion right. and, and realize that and embrace it. Yeah, you're right. Very fortunate because I was not looking like a, things were going to go well in my youth. Yeah, I definitely was headed in a dangerous direction, and skateboarding once it showed up. I, I had no interest in anything but that. Isn't that crazy? Because it just kind of finds you, and yeah. then money follows that. When you're good at something, money well, that just was shows the thing, up. That was. I didn't care about the money. Like I didn't get into skateboarding. It's like being a pro fighter. It's a pretty dumb idea, right. you know, when you think about it. Like career-wise, that's for dumb people <laughs> right. because you're like, I'm gonna bash my brain off stuff for like at least ten years, right? And then I'll get some money for about five or six, depending. Like you can't just assume that you're gonna be John Jones and you're gonna no. be getting paid for twenty years. And even that, like John Jones doesn't play his cards right when it's all said and done. How much money does he have exactly. and how much brains does he have to use the money? Yeah. yeah. I always think about the guys who, who middled for about 15 years. Never they're the hit most that hardcore. They're the, they're the ones That's who the I always most. respected skateboarders that were still here, still skating, and never got one check. Yeah. Because I'm not saying I would have quit, but I'm saying ma- being in magazines and everyone going, whoa, that was cool, and then you get a check. <laughs> for a substantial amount of money, does that make it easier to stay a pro skateboarder? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But – if somebody's just never had that offer and they're like, see the ramp, Jason. I'm like, yep, see the ramp, you hardcore. <laughs> I, I respect it. Yeah. It's now a- you have the new one. Um, that I, you know, it's new to us, but now they have this slap thing. Yeah, they talk about fight. getting knocked yeah, around. There's no defense in slap fights. No. It's weird. That's it's like boxers. Remember when boxers called MMA fighters uh, uh, chicken fight, yeah. human yeah. chicken right. fighting? Yeah. And now I hear MMA fighters say that this is ridiculous, but. I can't tell because I'm old and old people don't like new things, but <laughs> it seems like a really dumb, brutal thing that I have no interest being a part of. Yes. I feel like yeah. you can't evade the shot. If Like anybody that trains enough, you definitely know. Yeah. There's a certain size. There's no way I'm not knocking you out. <laughs> right. Like it's and, like, and hey, only so many you knock me out, then I'll knock you out. I'm like, how's, what's the. Yo, where's the, where's the sport? Exactly. This is not a and, sport. And it's brain damage. Yeah. Like that's we're talking I, about. That's yeah. my biggest But thing. it is like, fun to watch. It takes so many Guaranteed brain damage. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. avoiding one shot. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you're in it, you're getting a concussion. Yeah. The end. 
and you're going to win because of the concussion. And then the concussion yeah. gets hit more. That's the thing I don't get about it. It is fun to watch. I enjoy looking at it because because it's human stupidity on it's, display. In it's a, also fun to watch people get beat up on YouTube, but completely. I don't think we should. <laughs> we shouldn't make it a sport. I, th- I think <laughs> I, I'm against it. I will not watch it. Yeah. Whenever it shows up on my social media, I flick over it. I've almost unfollowed Dana a couple of times because I was like, stop, dude. Yeah. Stop doing it. I Especially think Dana, after I, slapping chicks. Yeah. You need to not even say the word slap. Yeah, what do you think should happen with Dana? Uh, I don't. That was a tough. That's a tough one because. Is it really? Well, no. I'm, I'm saying as far as like what they're going to do with him, it's a tough one. Not that well, what it's he not did. what he can do with him. It's what he can do with himself. That's what I'm saying. It's like and that, if you are you and you want your job, but you are on video slapping your wife, you're done. I know humans. Yeah. I'm one. Yeah. You're going to stay. You're not going to be. No one's Robin Hood. It's all fake. It's a movie. Yeah. No one's going to be like. You know what? I'm disgusting. I yeah. need to really work on myself. <laughs> and in the meantime, I shouldn't be here because it's a bad look for all yeah. my fighters. Yeah. But you want your money, yeah. your fame, that's your life. Yep. And that's what you I'm saying. Give it up. You're Because gonna... he can't shake it. The one thing I admire him. could. That's the thing that I would. Yeah. I want to crap on him, but I also would want to say that if I was Dana White, I wouldn't leave either. I'm doing right. what I can you know? to stay in there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's self-preservation that though. Yeah. Survival yeah. mode. You, you yeah. don't go into full depression and dive off your own cliff. If he's like, guys, I'm you know I'm hideous. Yeah, I, I'm out of here. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm going to let Joe Rogan take over because that would work. <laughs> that would work. We actually talked about it on my show. Uh, I believe Michael Bisping. Yeah, could take that spot and run. You think Bisping would be a better choice? Like Rogan well, would be incredible. Well, I just know he hit, didn't hit a lady, so he's That's already off to a good start. <laughs> oh, there's, there's the lowest bar we could set right. for CEO. And you slapped your wife on video recently. No? Well, then you're in. Then you're in. Congratulations. Could you try to not slap your wife for the next couple of years on video? Yeah. yeah. But bro, yeah. she slapped me. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. Cra- yeah. yeah. That's the worst part. That, like yeah. fighters that were like, come on, bro. And like, uh, was it Sugar Shane accidentally because he lives inside Dana's butt was like, <laughs> Um, you know, it, it, you know, people, ha- you know, he hit her, she hit him first. I'm like, dude, yeah. you should not be saying yeah. this. No, that's not something you should say. And, and people will say it and devil's advocate on the argument, but it's an easy argument to win is basically say you can't hit her. <laughs> and especially when you got that much to lose, that always has to be in the forefront of everything you do. You're probably on tape and you've got too much to lose. No matter how big the jackass is in front of you. It's almost like you do it all the time. <laughs> you really have to be careful when you do that. <laughs> okay, we'll it be back with Sean like Connery was, in a minute. I really like down down UFC. I don't know. <laughs> I did really. It's very confusing to yeah. me. I'm like, man, I am my boycotting. No way. I love the fights, yeah. but he. Yeah. It just doesn't surprise me these days. I feel like so many successful, powerful men end up. It seems like lately, especially now that I'm in comedy, there's just a group of people that are dogs. Yeah. It's just what some well, of us I do. Think that just social media will eventually root them all out. You can't help but, like you said, you're human. You're one of them. You know, deep down, eventually, your awfulness is going to come out in a way that you think isn't. I just think it it boils down to nothing's happened to these people, and they can't relate. That's very true. Because I've had stuff happen to me, and yeah. and I won't do it to other people because I know what it feels like. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that makes it easier for me because I'm a walking erection and yeah. you know, I mean people know me like my wife we have an open relationship I can yeah. kind of do whatever I want as and you as do I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a small difference I do but only with people that are of a, like adults that sure. have a full like working brain and and, and then also tell me that <laughs> they, not like they are completely interested yeah. in me uh, and and right. want to be a part of this right 
the, all those things come into play for me. Of course, people find it trippy because I look like a you know meathead and yeah, and uh, you but know, you're I, thoughtful I'm, when it comes to uh, yeah, not I, raping I people. Sleep with is very happy <laughs> right. after it, and they don't have to like see a therapist yeah. at all after me. Yeah, it's te- it's touching and tender despite the I prejudgment. Am. Yeah, I would You'd imagine be so. Surprised. I would be. <laughs> a lot of girls always think so. Like you punching, and am I punching? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not punching anyone. What the hell? Well, look at you. And I'm like, look at you. I like. But that you that's understand a- why maybe uh, it's surprising at first if you just look. Yeah. You look like you yeah. can be intimidated, sure, or you're sure. thinking, you know what? This guy, this is trouble. But I like a sexual but- prerequisite question in the past has been, "Are you punchy?" <laughs> Before we get into this, you're not going to hit me, are you? Oh, oh no, of course not. I know some girls when I. <laughs> When I got too many tattoos and yeah. I started dating a little bit before I met my wife, a lot of girls kind of would hint, like, so, you know, you can hit me, and I'm like, can I, I, I why? <laughs> and they're like, oh, I thought you'd be into that. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Is there? A th-? And then people would teach me how to slap. Did you know there's a way to slap in a kinky way and a, and a way to slap, like, on slap fighting? Because I didn't know. No. I had a partner that was like, you know, slap me. Like I'm like, really? slaps. He's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, like, hard? She's like, yeah. And I did it. And she slept. And it is a trans uh, girl. So okay. Is a, is a born a girl who's a guy now? So it's not a Dana White hit? No. No, it's not. Oh, it's it was a, born it's a girl, a, now a guy. Yeah. Got it. But okay. I still, I'm, because I'm a part of that community, I respect them 100%. Sure. So if you're a trans man, you're a man. If you're a trans woman, right. you're a woman to me. Okay. That's what you are. Gotcha. That's how you see yourself. I yes. respect that. That's yeah, what you totally. are then. Right. But yeah, I slapped him <laughs> and he went, not like that. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, you you almost knocked me out. And I'm like, I thought you said hot. And he's like, no, you don't, you don't palm the jaw. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Cause That's why you were trained. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trained to make sure that you got right. the whole yeah. sleep. If their mouth's open, knock it's, them out. It's the fingers across the cheek. Yes. Yes. Didn't know. Learn the hard way. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, glad I was here to help those yeah. people out there. <laughs> Try it tonight. How do you slap your partner? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of that whole conversation was, I respect them. Yeah. So I slapped them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I see what I've done. Yeah. yeah you, see, you see the gap in that logic. Don't listen yeah. to me, people. <laughs> Jason Ellis is at Stand Up Live uh, just tonight. Yeah, not stand for the I weekend. I flew huh? in to do comedy. Somebody yeah. paid for my hotel room. <laughs> yeah, you believe that? That's I'm crazy. 51, a pro skateboard, pro fighter, motocross, race cars, and now at 51, somebody flew me here to tell yeah. jokes tonight. And you can do it. I just and they're going to Doesn't hear this show, but mum, look at me. <laughs> you know? Are your parents proud? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I think my mum is. My dad died. Uh, oh, okay. And we're not cool anyway. You don't want to cool with that? No, I didn't realize until this might be a bit weird for terrestrial. That's great. But, um, yeah, I I took a bunch of stuff when I was, a bunch of drugs, and I had an imaginary person tell me that I was molested when I was a kid by my father. Oh. And then the next day when I woke up, I realized that uh, he did. And then um, we talked about it for a second, and he shortened he ended that conversation really quick because he was like, do you think it was me? And I was like, nah, because I couldn't say it to his face. Right. And he was like, okay, good. And then we never spoke about it again. And then later on when I was a father, uh, I went to uh, rehab because I was starting to drink again. Not in a bad way. Like I didn't like black out and do anything wrong. I just was like, you, you're you going down that road and yeah. you're too old and you have too many responsibilities. So I just put myself in there. Right. And they made me do some... 
meditation therapy, and then I did some MDMA therapy, and realized that it was him, and he did a lot of stuff that really rocked the boat in Australia. My brother and I weren't friends for a while because of it, and then they found out some more stuff about him. But um, yeah, in the end, I never saw him alive to tell him really that I. Because to me, after all the therapy, I don't hate him anymore. I forgive yeah. him because I can't. If you don't forgive him, you're not going to move on. You're going to end go. yourself. Yeah. So I, I, that thanks to that MDMA therapy, MDMA therapy that really did help. Or I saw what he thought and how bad he thought after the fact. Because I think at one point he just didn't understand the damage that he was yeah. doing. Like people that listen to stuff when people abuse girls, and it's like, yeah, but he's really funny. It's like, no, you you don't understand. You're (laughs) ruining that person's life. They might not ever have a full chance at life again because their brain is a little off thanks to this stuff. The ripple effect. Especially at that age. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like that created something that got me where I am. Yeah. Because I've got something to prove. I feel like you, you don't feel like you're loved. You feel like you were cheated and lied to. So I got big and puffy so that I can protect my little child. And then I also am like, I'm gonna shine. You're not right. I'm right. Like you're, I'm not insignificant. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be somebody. I yeah. think it came from going down a lot that, of that that same road. If Victor Frankel's uh, "Man's Search for Meaning," the book is basically a guy. I don't read that. He, much. I don't either. That's the one book that got me, and I read it, and it changed everything because it's that same thing. It's like no matter what's happened to you, it's your choice to choose how to react. Yeah, you and know, no one can take that from time. You. To me, you can freak out and do crazy stuff because you haven't analyzed it yet. But when you get old enough, if you're lucky, you got to take responsibility. Did I have a, rock, a rocky upbringing? Yeah. But at this point, you know, you got a job, you got right. a great life, people, you got great friends. It's time get to it. You. Yep, exactly. Yeah, get to it or you're just going to live in it always. Yeah, I don't feel sorry for myself at all. No. I'm like, and you're, you've done all right with it. All right. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I love, though? Because I went to Australia once and I realized that the American accent doesn't carry weight in Australia the way the Australian one does. No. Here. No, yeah. Chicks think it's awesome. And I'm like, oh, mate, almost got killed by a koala last night. <laughs> <laughs> no way, too, turtle. Say that I'm again. Like, yeah. Koala. Yeah, drop bears. Yeah. They drop on me face, eat me face. But not me. Not my right. face. I dodged it my whole life. I dodged drop bears, and now I'm here to have sex with you. They love it. There, they love it. In Australia, but if you go to Australia, you're like, dude, let's get some cheeseburgers. They're <laughs> nope. like, shut up, you idiot. Yeah, what kind of an accent is that? Yeah. I had an Australian cabbie tell me that. Got in the car, and, yeah. and he goes, uh, he's, he asked me where we we're going, and I told him, and he goes, ah, great, American. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And I could sense it immediately. And I said, what's your? What is the beef with Americans? Because we're show ponies. <laughs> well, that. And he goes, uh, loud. That yeah. first way he didn't mince words aloud, and uh, you all smell like French holes. Yeah, that's see, that's why <laughs> what everybody in Australia hated me growing up because I was loud, and I if there was TV or there was a microphone, I was snatching it up and going me 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 yeah. me, me, <laughs> me 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 me, and they're like what, who. Because you're not supposed to do that in Australia. You're supposed no. to be like, oh, that's... A little more reserved. To try and be yeah. on TV is right. uh, a sellout of sorts. That's arrogant, Just for right? trying to be. Really? Most Australians, I, I crack up just for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Brady Bogan. Yeah, he's, his last laughing. name is Bogan. I couldn't figure that out for a while. Brady's last name is Bogan. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> You got no See? way out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know that until you come. We're gonna back. go do some burnouts in the parking lot. Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. 
You have to if I say that. You know that, right? With that name? Yeah. You come to Australia and someone says, doing burnouts, you go, no, we're jumping you. (laughs) And we're taking your last name because you're faking it. (laughs) Poser. Jason Ellis at Stand Up Live tonight if you want to go. Entertainment abounds and uh, it's going to be great. And what's the podcast that Jason Ellis Oh, yeah, yeah. The Jason Ellis podcast is free everywhere. And then Hulk versus Wolf podcast with myself and Tony Hawk. Both of those everywhere. Very important. Check out the Jason Ellis podcast. I got fired, and they're trying to make me disappear. I don't want to go. So everybody, <laughs> like, and, like and subscribe, please. There you go. Uh, leave us with words of wisdom, Jason. Um, yeah, d- d- don't be a dick. You'll be all right. <laughs> That's perfect. There we all go. right, Jason Ellis, everybody. It's 98. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Nah, Jason Ellis is a uh, fascinating individual. He's living a life uh, I can't even figure out. Let alone the OnlyFans thing, the open marriage, the open marriage and open ended anything he wants. And he seems pretty normal, except he doesn't look normal. It's a life buffet. Yeah, <laughs> he is, he is, he is, yeah, he's definitely wandering around <laughs> the Vegas buffet of life. I'll try a little of that, some of this. Fight like that guy, have sex with that guy, do this with this girl. It's pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, you go see him tonight. It's, uh, you know, interesting. Watch him do stand-up uh, over there. A lot of people email about that guy. Interesting. We got our FanDuel picks coming up in just moments. And uh, without football, boy, has this been a week, huh? My friend Chris and I have been uh, back and forth texting uh, all the uh, front office moves. Because, you know, that's what you do when you're an idiot and you think you can be a better general manager in sports than anybody else who runs a team. Me and my friend Chris have uh, basically uh, dismantled and reassembled the Pittsburgh Steelers 2023 already <laughs> in just the last four days because we got nothing to talk about. You realize some of your friends are only football friends. I've got Chris is more than that, but for God's sakes, I've got like 20 friends that I don't speak to from this from this week on until around August. I won't hear from about 10 people I like a lot. <laughs> I'm actually fairly close to them. We do not speak. Starting in the end of January, early February, all the way until around my birthday in the end of July, except for save for maybe a day or two during the draft, where we'll fire off yeah. back and forth on that. But we have I have friends I just don't associate with when football season's over, and it's the strangest thing. And I like them all very much, but they just disappear from my life. But this week's been tough. I mean, I get the Suns losing by 50 last night. I, I guess if you'd have fan-dueled that one, you'd have been a genius that Atlanta would have come in here and wiped them out by plus 40. Uh, that would have been a hell of a bet. Bet you that paid pretty nicely. Nobody had it. Uh, but yeah, basketball bets and all that. I guess that's kind of keeping my attention. But Jesus, without football, it kind of feels like this. Somebody chopped off a finger or something. Wow, uh, you can bet on darts. Yeah, I know. You I had darts. no idea. I'm looking at some of the stuff. I'm like, what? You can bet on that? Because we've been so focused on just NFL. Yeah. You scroll yeah, around on baseball during baseball season. Yeah, yeah. You scroll around on the uh, Fanduel. You got darts up there. You got billiards. You got yeah. all that stuff. So anyway. Uh, we're going to have our picks. All I want from you guys is a four-leg parlay that, sucks. that the people can enjoy. Table tennis. doesn't include hockey or basketball. Your four-leg parlay cannot include hockey or basketball. What about WNBA? Like I said. <laughs> well, no, you're right. Okay, you can throw that in there. If that's a thing still. I love that the WNBA put out a, a promotional piece yesterday. As something happened in New York where they added a, a girl to the girl team. And there were the three of them. In the picture, the three stars of the team yeah. says New York's got a new big three. 
like Kyrie, Durant, Harden, because they were kind of comparing him to the other one. And then the first comment is, I have no clue who any of these people are. And then from there on down, it was just people commenting about who are these people that are the three biggest names in basketball playing together. And then someone would comment and say, finally, the GOAT has teammates. And I'm like, I don't know which one of the three is the GOAT. They've done a terrible job. I think that was more of an insult. Yeah, I think the one that looks like a GOAT (laughs) has two teammates. I don't know what they were doing. But I felt bad for them for the first time ever. I'm like, you guys have to put names on your posters. You're not that well known. You can't act like we know who you are because we don't. Yeah, you can WNBA away. I don't think it's available. (laughs) I I don't know when that season happens, but I don't think it's now. Uh, Fired up. Four-leg parlay on the FanDuel. Anything except basketball and hockey. Let's open our horizons, boys. We were bad at betting in football, and I mean bad. Let's try something new. Let's. You know what? If we know about football and we can't bet on it, it's the exact same thing as knowing about nothing about darts. Throwing some cash on I'm throwing some darts on. All right, we'll have our selections coming up in just moments. FanDuel and the Kick of Destiny coming up next. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Hopefully you have them ready, boys, because we're ready to go. The fan duel, we don't know what we're doing. Picks of the week. We should just call this. We have no idea what we're doing. You talked about darts earlier. I don't even know what sports some of these are. I just started clicking, and now I'm going back to my bets. I'm like, what what was that sport? We'd be better off throwing darts at bets than trying to analyze our bets. All right, next week, guess what we're doing? Dartboard for the Super Bowl. That's a great idea. We'll put put all the things up on the wall that are prop prop bets. And Brady can throw a red dart and I'll throw yellow and that's Brady's bet's mine. 50 bucks! What What? the hell? (laughs) I'm not doing it. Come on! Hey, I tried to deposit some sauce into my FanDuel account and they they shunned it. They denied me. No barter. A year ago. Uh, Let's do it. Four, a four-leg parlay. Can't have hockey or basketball because we know about those a little bit. Stuff you don't know. I, I made my... My bet, and then I realized you said no basketball. What about college basketball? I don't know. Crap. All right, you toss it in there just because it's too late to tell you that one. Here we go. Brady, I want your four-leg parlay, what it's worth, and what you did. I kept it in the uh, same sport. I went with uh, soccer. Smart. And uh, I went money line, a four-game parlay. Juventus over (laughs) Lazio. Yep. And then I went three games in the Bundesliga. Oh, you went full soccer. Union Berlin. Over Mainz, Dortmund over Friedberg. <laughs> These are words that are just being strung. RB Leipzig over RB uh, over. Sounds like FC the Brady Coin. report. A bunch of gibberish. <laughs> it's a plus, correct. Correct. A plus eleven forty one. Pretty good. Not bad. Pays one hundred fourteen. Nice job, Brett. Uh, all right, let's see here. I, like I went your darts uh, bet. Girls boxing. Oh. Amanda Serrano, because who's going? She's, she's a Puerto good. Rican. She's very good. She's a Puerto Rican, so she's gonna she's gonna kick ass. Yeah. Is she fighting a Mexican? Uh, that I don't know. Mex- uh, yeah, when, Erica oh, Cruz. When Mexicans, oh, oh, I'll uh-oh. tell you this. I don't know. I got my bet on the Puerto <laughs> Rican. It's it's not a bad bet. Yeah, but when Puerto Ricans and Mexicans fight, it's uh, Katie bar yeah, the that. door. They they are that is a rivalry in the boxing world you can't even imagine. I don't know. The girl boxing's the same. I, I, yeah, it I is. Either. I'm sure it is. But, uh, man, that is a – when a Puerto Rican and a Mexican get together, you can pretty much throw the odds out. Oh, boy. That's a rough one. But oh, good man. luck. Hang on. Okay. Uh, then we went to table tennis. Uh, <laughs> Jacob Quapis or something like great that. Great backhand. Yeah. Sounds Asian. So, I mean, it's table tennis. Quapis? I mean, it's got to be great. Did you say Jason? Sounds cool. – No, Jacob. Oh, Jacob. But it's spelled oh, yeah. J-A-K-U-B. 
Not very. No. That's still not Asian. That's Uzbekistan. Look at the last name, though. Like that. Close that's, that might be German. <laughs> you he, clowns don't know who's either. Who's he fighting? He's not. He's playing table tennis. That's what I meant. Damien Wojcik. Blah blah. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. get Wojcikowski's. Yeah. Polish guy. Yeah, I think so. No way. No Polish guy's going to lose that. I like. Then I think I went tennis. Jasmine Poloni. Going to bet for her. Of course. Yeah, I don't even need to tell you why. And then uh, Rico hit me up and told me a soccer bet because I know zero about soccer. So uh, Erling Haaland, uh, score anytime. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> We're basically doing judgment bets. Oh, this guy sounds like totally. a Polish guy. He can't win table <laughs> tennis. Puerto Rican chick. I'm betting on Puerto Rican her. chicks are good. You got a winner on your hands. Just a little bit of advice from a guy who loves boxing. Puerto Rico and Mexico fighting. It's business. You just never know. All right. <laughs> Taking a chance. Uh, they, 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 the, the battles are epic. Angry Puerto Rican. If you ever, if you're ever at a real boxing match and they have a couple of undercards, just look to see if any of them are Puerto Rico versus Mexico. It doesn't matter who they are. They can be the first fight on a seven fight card. That's going to be the fight of the night. Those two, they try to kill each other. There's so much pride in boxing in those two uh, countries. All right, Toledo, go. All right, I took Tom Hoge. Hoge. Hoji. I don't know. Hoji. Hoji. Is that right? Uh, Tom Hoagie. Golfer. Oh, the golfer. Oh. Win outright the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Nice. Uh, that's a plus 1,900 bet. Then I took three favorites. Anshba and Kalieva <laughs> to win in tennis. And then uh, I took uh, an over bet on a soccer game with Real Madrid and Valencia. Mm-hmm. Over 1.5 goals. Yep. And I took Ohio Brady's Ohio State Buckeyes on the money line against Wisconsin in college basketball. That pays a plus forty five twenty nine if it hits. I'm throwing in a demand. Oh, and it is it is written. It is done. You cannot uh, dispute this. The king will speak now. If any of us hit our bets, the other guys owe too. Oh. The winner gets like if, if Brady hits, we pay him the whatever it was ninety three bucks, right? Hundred fourteen. Hundred fourteen dollars from all of us to Brady if his hits. Same with you. What was uh, yours? Yours was big. Mine, no, mine wasn't actually that oh, big. Okay. Yeah, it's just you bet the 40, obvious bucks ping pong. Yeah. There. mine's four hundred sixty-two dollars and ninety cents. Did you on a ten-dollar bet? On a ten-dollar bet. Yeah, because his hoagie's my plus hoagie like, bet is plus nineteen hundred. All right, mine's plus ninety-two hundred, which means it's uh, nine hundred and thirty-one dollars. Whoa! I got I somebody named. Yeah, no kidding. Nope, no backing out. Damn it! You'll lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way gambling works with me. <laughs> Play along or you're fired. Uh, Marnia Zenevska is going to beat something called S. Shang in a tennis match that's happening right now. Oh, you're betting live now? I did. Wow. She's won the first set 6-2, and the second one she's up 1-0. I don't even know where this place is. Jordan Spieth will win the Pebble Beach. Okay. Real Madrid will beat Valencia. Yep. And then I, I bet a draw between that Juventus and Laszlo thing. I don't yeah. know what game. I don't know where those places are. That, that to wow. me looks like one-on-one soccer. <laughs> I don't know. Juventus is taking on Laszlo. Uh, these are places I've never heard of. So a minus uh, 93 or 92.11 is the wow. plus on that. So you guys would owe me $931. What's yours pay, Brett? Brett's is a, like 40 bucks. Yeah, I was like, let's nothing. go ping pong. Yeah. Let's go. We got a Come root on for now. Brett. If none of us hit. You all still owe me for embarrassing the what? yes or embarrassing the show. This fan duel bet uh, brought to you by the Brady Report. None of us could understand what, what the hell yourself? was going on. It really was, yeah. Fan Is it time to talk fun. about responsible gambling now, John? Exactly. It's worthless. Don't even think about What's it. What's that number? I got a text. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's silly. Just be irresponsible. It's more fun that way. But if you do find yourself missing bills, you make the call. Next step. Uh, anyway, it's fun. FanDuel, and then I got the Kick of Destiny coming next week, which has me intrigued.
Rob Gronkowski's commercials, all of a sudden he doesn't look like he can jog or walk. Like, the kicks look like the uh, first time he's ever seen a football. So I'm curious about the kick of destiny that will be next week. $10 million going back and forth with that on free bets and other stuff. So FanDuel's got something there. We'll, we'll keep that all for uh, Super Bowl week. But this is the one. Randomly betting on sports we don't know. If anybody wins, we all pay. That's how it works. You can get involved FanDuel. Uh, sportsbook app right now and get ready for your Super Bowl bets next week. Make the game within the game even more fun with FanDuel. There you go. It's uh, our bets. I'm nervous. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. This week flew by. And tomorrow, we're going to do nothing. Uh, Michael Rappaport's going to be here, and then uh, Caliendo's coming in to do the squares to uh, to whore his weekend out. Oh, wow. All right. right. So stay up late, boys. You can do whatever you want. Tomorrow's show's <laughs> going to do itself. <laughs> Glorious. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill, which is brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And if you uh, want to get involved in this thing, now's the time to do it. Get the Valentine's Day special for another week. Uh, you can pop on that thing. Any couple that wants to get involved and kind of get their feet wet in the world of tactical black can do it right there if they uh, go to reactdefense.com. For 189 bucks. the two of you get the training. That's glorious that that price is for the both of you. Also, Women's Self-Defense course will come up here April 21st. All their seminars are incredible. Women's self-defense selling out quickly. That's $99 for anyone who wants to get in there. And I guarantee you when you're done with that, you're like, what else we got? Because that's three hours crash course and what goes on there. And let's say you're coming right off the streets. You've never thrown a punch. You've never actually thought about defending yourself physically in the past ever. Three hours time, you'll be walking out of there going, what am I capable of? I need to know. That's what they teach you there, that you got to open that door yourself. And once you do, man. It is a new world for you, and it is awesome. You're getting great shape doing it, too. Not to mention they have all their classes and stuff regularly each and every day when you're part of the whole program. They also do a lot of gun work and their gun safety programs April 28th, and that's for anybody who wants to go through that the proper way. Retention training, 21-foot rule training, uh, holster, everything else, and you get your CCW uh, papers all straightened out, taken care of right then and there. All of this information, I'm telling you, is available in detail at uh, reactdefense.com, and you should just get involved in it. Become a better you. We got enough of the wolves. We got enough of the sheep. We need some sheep dogs, and that's what they'll make it. It's easy peasy. Uh, head on over to reactdefense.com in Glendale in Phoenix and in Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Well, Keanu Reeves got a temporary restraining order against a guy who claims they're related. His name's Brian Dixon. Whoa. Although he likes to call himself Jasper Keith Reeves. Yeah. He claimed on social media that he wants to prove they're blood relatives so that he can sign all of his rights over and have Keanu take care of him. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he wants Keanu not only to just be his relative, but he thinks that that means Keanu is then entitled yeah. to or is in, has to care for him while he's down. He's yeah, 38 years old. Yeah. I got a lot of family members that I that I know are family. And if I knocked on their door and said, eh, not feeling so great, uh, I put it on you to take care of me. They can say no to that. Dixon has trespassed on Keanu's property six times over the last few months. He even fell asleep in the backyard on November 5th. <laughs> He also left a suspicious and alarming backpack on the property. Don't like backpacks. And it had a DNA test in it that he apparently was planning to make Keanu scrub take. Keanu's cheeks. Yeah. Whoa, I am your relative, bruh. Get off my porch, bruh. Netflix is going to start cracking down on password sharing next month. 
They, they told everybody their plan. I was yeah. reading it yesterday. They're like, and here's how we'll do it. It's like a bad TV show when they're like, here's the crime, and here's how we're going to get away with it. And it's like, well, you just told us your plan. Netflix should have just done this and then left everybody stymied. What you did was make the people who can crack the code, you gave them a head start. There, uh, to ensure uninterrupted access to Netflix, connect to a Wi-Fi at your primary location. You open the Netflix app or website and watch something at least once every 31 days. This creates a trusted device so you can watch Netflix even when you're away from your primary location. So if someone outside your household tries to use it, use your account on a non-trusted device, Netflix will prompt users who try to sign into your account elsewhere to sign up for their own account instead and block their access until they do. But what if that someone is you? Right. Like if you're traveling, you want to open your account on a, at a hotel, for instance, um, you have to request a temporary code when you sign in. It gives you access for seven consecutive days. That's what we do now. I go into the other room sometimes and it'll say, are you sure you want to open this? Um, yeah. And then it sends me a code to my phone yeah. and I just. But then you're in. But instead, I guess it's just seven days. Then you have to go get another code. Okay. But so what? So yeah. someone, I, let's Which say I'm is- sharing with you and you're like, hey, it's asking me for the password. It's going to text you in a minute. I'm just fired in. Yeah, you have to make sure that you're able, like another friend that right, they can contact you. Otherwise, they're st- otherwise it's someone stealing. Yeah, it's but if, just, yeah, they can't stop. It. If I wanted Brett to be on my Netflix, yeah, and people will do it for free. If I'm sharing with, like, what about my friend uh, Mark? His kids who are in college, who you know, just share the home Netflix thing. You're going to make them. They're not buying Netflix. It's part of the family. Kelsey Grammer was on an interview, and he said. Um, He's talking about his inheritance. He says, my kids are going to get their inheritance. He's going to split it between how many kids does he have? He has uh, six, seven kids. Jesus. Ages six to 39. That's why they're bringing Fraser back. Yep. He's got to pile up some more for those people. Should have called Dr. Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> After two. Mm-hmm. I mean, before two, if you're lucky, but yeah. sometimes people don't get that lucky. CBS is rebooting Matlock. It's going to be tough to do. There's a new lead. Some original ideas, please. Who will be the new Matlock? Will it be... Now, they're going to do it like they're doing all the bad ideas. It's the son of Matlock, probably, who didn't have, you know, a lot of family relations during the show, so... It is not Matlock Jr. Okay. It's Cousin. Kathy Bates. I would bang Andy Griffith first. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Kathy Bates is too good an actress to do cruddy TV law drama. Matlock was Yeah, but they dumb. throw that kind of money at you. I guess. Do six or seven episodes of crappy girl Perry Mason. Matlock, have you ever watched Matlock? It used to be on My the... My grandma air. used to watch oh, it. And I'd... It was on after Perry Mason there on the on the family TV. And I, and I liked Perry Mason because it was just so absurdly bad and nothing about it was legal. Like they just made... They broke all the rules. Of what a courtroom's like, because they just took advantage of the 50s and 60s where they assumed no one had been in a courtroom. So, yeah, you don't need to know the law. Watch this. Um, Matlock was the dumb version of that. Like, it was, and and uh, it was a little bit creepy. Like, he had a fetish for girls that was almost like he wasn't allowed to be within 500 feet of him and he, he'd occasionally sneak in. Matlock was, was a creep. So, like, Joe Biden? 
Yeah, little Joe Biden. Okay. Yeah, it was right. kind of had that kind of vibe if he was in a room with a woman that she was in danger. But he was so old that he didn't take chances. It, it's a weird show. Speaking of uh, President Biden, he's calling for limits on concert fees. Early termination charges for TV and Internet. I was over at that Parkway Drive last night. Charged me <laughs> 10 hours. You saw me moshing. <laughs> Getting it out there with Camelot Harris. What's her name? Camelot! And we were down there moshing. I looked over. I said, these fees are ridiculous. Breaking all these poor people. Parkway Dark. Drive, $10 extra. Come, I'll pay you back for You hang on to your ticket stuff. I'll get you a Whataburger and $10 on your nice. fees. He's passing a new bill because I can't get that student loan thing done. Dr. Jill will be a presenter on Sunday's Grammys. For what? The Grammys. No, but for what? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> all the Grammys. It's after 10. You know that. You know <laughs> this happens. It's 10.03. Yeah. You heard me. The Grammys, all of them. She was just announced. Miracleer. Yeah. They've added some. Um, right. They didn't say what she's going to do. Yeah, presenter. She's going to be on the show. The Rock, Cardi B. Okay. It made it seem like there was a point to tell us just Dr. Jill, but. We've got a (laughs) concert announcement. Oh. Beyonce returns to the. Tell me about it. Ben down the hall. The Renaissance World Tour. Ben Ben told me about this two days ago. Beyonce's coming back. And uh, I think I'm going to go with Ben. He did the same when Madonna was and Janet Jackson, too. Janet Jackson's important. I'm going to the Janet show again. See if she remembers me from my when I was in front row in Vegas. I don't think the, <laughs> the weird bald cancer kid screaming Janet at her louder than the. Oh, you're still alive! Oh my god, you made it! I didn't think you'd make it. You look very ill. <laughs> Dr. Dre's debut album, The Chronic, it's back. It finally hit streaming services yesterday. It hasn't been on streaming. I guess not. Snoop pulled it when he bought Death Row. He did. He pulled all so. Doggy style isn't on there either, but Dre sometime, well, somehow guess, got it back or licensed huh. it somewhere else. So, But uh, like Tupac and all that other stuff isn't uh, Chronic's the only one. Because I have it, but I bought it, so it's in my Apple Music. So oh, okay, it shows yeah. up on my thing, but I guess it's not. That was a long time ago. Huh. Because he was, he was protesting that they weren't paying enough to the artists. So he's Probably like, the hell with you. Then I guess Death Row's going to have their own app now. Is that still happening? That's what he's working on, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right. I didn't know that. So how do I have it? Well, you bought it, so, you, so that's they fine. just can't take it away from you after you right? Yeah, because you own it because it's still streaming. But you can't technically stream it like off a service for nine ninety nine a month. Or gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But now the chronic, you can. So it won't be on like Pandora no. or Spotify or no. anything. Like that. Okay, no, it is. That's a great record. If you don't have it, everybody that wants to argue rock and roll is a certain specific music, listen to the chronic and tell me that that's not the most rock and roll thing you've ever heard in your life. That attitude on that thing is like, oh, yeah. all right. Let's go after everything. It's a great record, too. Uh, That's it. We're done. Thursday's in the books. Our FanDuel bets I'm feeling pretty good about because I don't have to watch any of the games. I'll just pop on there on Sunday afternoon and go, am I doing all right? I wouldn't know where to find any of the games. I wouldn't either. I don't know where to watch, like, bettable ping pong. The only thing I know about ping pong is what Brady taught me this morning, that a skin cat covers the entire table. (laughs) Which is evidently something Brady thought everyone should know. That'd be a fast surface, too. <laughs> that fur would be like grass quartz. Sends in the cat. You get one of them uh, long-haired Russian. I don't want to make him crazy, but yeah, one of those Maine Coon cats. Well, well, those oh, things. yeah. <laughs> All right. That's his favorite. Can't even talk about it. 
Uh, it's 10.06. We're all done. Uh, Larry's coming up next. You guys uh, you sit around. Larry will give you stuff. That's how that works. Listen to him and find out what he's got for you next. We're done. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.